0: Yes.
1: Welcome to Gutter Trash Special Sode. My name is Eric. Um so as the listener might know, last week uh we announced that there would not be a new episode this week uh, because uh my co-host, my my heterosexual life partner, uh is uh he is a Hippy pinko Kami, and he has left these united states of america um he has become a traitor to our country and has left me in the lurch here and so i i just couldn't sit idly by so i have decided to continue on without him uh i hope he rots in hell um so, uh, while figuring out the new direction for Gutter Trash, I have, uh, I've decided that I'm going to have a rotating cast of guest hosts. And, uh, so here for the very first episode of the brand new Gutter Trash, uh, I have brought in, uh, one of my, my closer friends,
2: Mark Brownstein. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm glad to, that I was able to help you in this, uh, time where Jason turned his back on you and your listener.
1: And the country.
2: And the country. Yes. I mean,
1: you cannot forget about that part. He
2: is a terrible person. Yes. Um, this show is going to be better now without him. I believe so. Um, and this show is going to, uh, be the top rated listen to episode we're going to gain two viewers two listeners after this two whole listeners
1: that would be amazing and i think really you know viewers might not be so wrong i think at this point we i i i can't think about this as we anymore
3: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. uh i think i need to maybe think about doing this as a video cast yeah now that uh, i'm not gonna have uh, that ugly mug we'll just call you him know. the traitor
2: well, he is the traitor. I mean, well, yeah. Let's just call him the traitor.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. what he is. He, uh, he has turned his back on our government in this trying time. I mean, we've had so many disasters in yeah. the past couple months here. Yeah. That, uh, you know, I mean, it's just bullshit that he would just turn
2: tail and run like a coward. He's a coward. That's a good term for that man. Oh. Coward.
1: Jesus Christ.
2: And now we're going to have to get another Veggie Dog Saturn about him running to Canada in our time of need. God damn it. You know, it's, it's, now I'm just so
1: worked up. I, mean, I know. You mentioned know. the comic thing. I know. You know, he uh, he could be spending his time, mm-hmm. you know, helping rebuild America. Yeah. Uh, but instead, no. Like you said, he is going to go and make his dumb fucking comics. Yeah. Uh, about Canada. Yeah. You know what? They can keep him. They They can can keep keep him and his comic books. I hope he gets stopped at the border. Uh, if he, if he ever even thinks about trying to come back. Ah,
2: God. The horror of that man coming back is, it's just not worth thinking about. No, it's not. It's not. Oh, man. I mean, I'm sure Brian right now is upset. He's listening to this and he's upset. Right? He's crying right now. This is ridiculous.
1: Brian John Mitchell is crying tears of
2: blood. We're
1: sorry, Brian. We are. I, you know, we, we thought we were a family here. Yep. We thought that we had a special connection. You know, not just you know, me and Brian John Mitchell, but me, Jason, and Brian John yeah. Mitchell. He betrayed and, you all. Yes, all of you. Yes. Oh. <sighs> and I know Brian can can think a little liberally sometimes. But I really hope that he reconsiders some of his stances, you know, uh, especially when it concerns what Jason has been doing.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm sure Jason's out. Jason's out. Brian, yeah. Brian's got a smart smart brain. He knows. He knows that yeah. Jason's out. Uh-huh. I mean, wh- why give him the time of day? Well, I mean, you know, I mean,
1: it still is my show. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, yeah it's, it's a given that Jason is completely out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, But, uh, you know, I think... Uh, you know, uh, Brian accepts the new status quo so. and, and doesn't fight against it. No, no. Uh, because there's just, uh, no point to it anymore. There's no more Jason Young.
2: No. And honestly, the quality of the show's gonna go up now that Jason's gone.
1: I really feel that that is
2: gonna happen. Yeah. I mean, you could get anybody in here. Jeremy Hoyt could come I, in here I and could do a, a better job.
1: I could get a Jeremy Hoyt. I could get a Steven Alexander. A Josh Weinberg? I could get a Josh Weinberg. I mean, there's uh, so many possibilities. I, I could, mean, I could even get a Joe Grudenwald. Oh, man. And that is a get.
2: That is a get. That's in. Uh, I could even possibly get a Matt Brassfield. It's possible. It's yeah. possible. But,
1: uh. He's in demand
2: now. Uh, huh? He's in demand now. He
1: is in demand. Uh, but I do thank you, Mark Brownstein, for, for coming by.
2: Oh, no problem. No yeah. problem at all. I'm glad I could be here. <laughs> to point out jason young and all of his bullshit that yeah. he's putting everybody through it is absolute bullshit who's going to sell magic cards to kids at mavericks
1: nobody now
2: yeah you know where he's at in canada it's
1: fucking canada trying to get
2: free health care what Amer- an asshole
1: american children american teenagers yep american young adults yep are all wanting to buy magic the gathering cards this can't. weekend and they can't and they can't right now as we speak they are pounding on the door at Mavericks. Yep. Looking for Magic the Gathering. Yep. And there's no one there to sell it to them. No.
2: I mean, who's going to trade the Black Lotus for him? Nobody
1: now. Nobody. Nobody now.
2: Because that asshole is in Canada. Yep. God. This is ridiculous. Oh, I'm
1: disgusted. Uh, you know, I thought it would be cathartic to get this all out. No. But no, I'm just—I've disgusted myself even further.
2: It makes my heart hurt.
1: It makes my heart hurt as well.
2: I mean, just just the think of the betrayal. I mean, I, I don't
1: even want to talk about him anymore. Okay.
2: I mean, we're, I I think I'm done talking about that man. That sounds good.
1: Well, I'm gonna go ahead and say, thank you for stopping by. No problem. Uh, and I'm gonna bring on my next guest. All right. Uh Ladies and gentlemen,
2: welcome uh, Matt Brasfield to the show. Oh, thanks, Mark. Hey, everyone. It's Matt Braskell. Thank you. Hey, Matt Braskell. Hey. (laughs) We were just talking about you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I heard. I was in the, uh, the waiting room and I heard all about this. Um, Mark, good guy. He is a very good guy. Mark is a good guy. Uh, he's got a lot of opinions about a Jason Young. Oh, I heard. I heard. But, you know, I mean, I, I can't say I disagree with, with what you all are saying about him. Right. right. I mean,
1: but I I think, you know, we should just go ahead and leave it alone now and and just continue on. It's Uh, better to forget. You know, like like the like the annoying graphics on the internet says, mm-hmm. "Keep calm and
2: carry on." Yes, because it the more we talk about him, the more power he has over us. Exactly, and and we don't want that. Anymore. No, no, Young um, doesn't have no power. No Jason
1: more. is essentially raping the show. Yes, by his
2: non-presence. Yes, uh, so we have to take that power back. Take it back. Take it back, because we're, we're gonna we're gonna do a show day right now we watched a thing yes we did um
1: so yeah so uh i decided to have you on i asked you if uh you had any suggestions mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. you suggest a lot of stuff that i did not ever want to watch yep yeah uh but you you made one suggestion that
2: uh really appealed to me it piqued your interest yes it did in the uh, year, what's uh, to say? In the summer of superheroes, this movie piqued his interest. Yes,
1: the, the, I mean, well, well, let's be honest. Uh, I don't think there's been a summer without superheroes no. in like quite 10 a while. Years. Yeah, quite a while. <laughs> um, but uh, but the, there are some some superhero movies coming out. I will see most of them.
2: Yes, same here. I uh, probably will see them all. Uh, I mean, there's a a lot of good ones, it looks like, you know.
1: Uh, Well, Iron Man 3 came out a couple Mm -hmm. weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, Man of Steel is coming out. The Wolverine is coming out. Kick-Ass 2. Kick-Ass 2. That is the one that I'm iffy on. Uh, I I liked the first one. Um, But uh, I did see the trailer for that one yesterday. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm not sold on it. (laughs) Uh, So I think that one's going to be a wait and see for me.
2: Since, uh, Sin City Two is also this year. That's also not a superhero comic, though. Eh, it's still a comic. There. Uh, is, is it this year? Yeah. Or it's okay. supposed to be out, uh, this fall, I believe. Okay.
1: Alright. Well, I know Thor is coming out in November. Yeah. But that, that is not this summer. Uh, the fact that that is actually technically winter. No, it's I guess it's fall. not. actually, it's still fall. fall. Yeah. I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so, but, but, yeah, strictly superhero, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Iron Man, Man of Steel, Wolverine, Thor, Thor uh, Kick Ass. Kick Ass, yeah. Is, is that about it? I think that's
2: about it. Okay.
1: Uh,
2: I'll,
1: yeah, like I said, I'll, I'll see most of those, uh, and then, uh, I'll probably
2: just wind up seeing Kick Ass on um, DVD. I'll probably see Kick Ass. Uh, I've been doing that whole every Wednesday seeing two movie thing. Right. For the blog, so I'm sure I'll see it. Some of us don't have that luxury. <laughs> Well, luckily, I make my own schedule at work, so right. I can, I can schedule myself to be off on those windows. It's, lines. uh, pays to be the boss, doesn't it? Yes, very much yeah. so. <laughs> uh, it's $5 movie day, I'm off that day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, unfortunately, I, uh, I don't get too much chance to, to watch movies, and also I, uh, uh, the listener knows, uh, me and movie theaters don't have much luck. Yeah, uh, I was together. hearing about this. I was hearing about a yeah, lot of this. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, I I do generally, I'm very selective about what and what I see at a theater and when I go see it. Of course. Um, so, so, yeah, so I I definitely, uh, uh, especially like these big tentpole movies, which I do want to see, you know, uh, the, the the aforementioned ones and and a few others, you know, a Star Trek, uh, um.
2: The Great Gatsby. The I'm, Great Gatsby. I'm sure you're excited uh, for it. <laughs> it's a
1: musical, right?
2: Yes, I, I think so. The listener knows I love a musical. Yeah, so you're, you're going to be there for that
1: uh one. I may actually do that uh, like a midnight showing. <laughs> Wait in uh, line. Yeah, yeah. Although, didn't that open today, <laughs> technically? Probably. Yeah. Uh, so, you want to go right now?
2: IMAX 3D, maybe. Well, the Great Gatsby yeah. and IMAX 3D. <laughs> it is 1230 AM.
1: So, uh yeah, we're out of here uh so wow this may be the second latest uh i've ever recorded an episode nice nice yeah i didn't set a record but i came close you came close <laughs> uh yeah there was uh i want to say it was miller's crossing where where jason and i well we had done a comic episode early in the evening and then afterwards, decided, well, let's just go ahead and do the movie episode two since we had it here, and uh, did not start recording until like anywhere between one and three in the morning. Oh wow! Uh,
2: yeah, we're dumb. Well, you uh, mentioned him again though, so uh, that's why I said wow.
1: Well, you know, uh, it's it's going to be hard not to mention him. He he was on this show for two hundred some episodes. So I mean, he is a part of the show's history. Yeah, I, I history
2: is the key word. Exactly. History, yes. We're sorry. Moving forward, uh, exactly.
1: Uh, you know, we'll,
2: we'll try to
1: build something new. Yes,
2: that's right. All right. He'll have tons of special guests. I mean, that's going to exactly. be the best part. Yes. Um. So yeah,
1: so so in this. Uh, So yeah, so like four superhero movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, we, we watched, uh, we watched quite a special superhero movie today.
2: A very special CBS special to be exact. (laughs) Movie. It was a TV movie. Called Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. The man had a porn stash and it had one of the greatest soundtracks to any made for TV movie.
1: I'm gonna say it had one of the greatest soundtracks. Just done. Ever. Ever. <laughs> uh, you know, you can take your Star Wars and your John Williams and you can shove them up your fucking ass. Yep. Because yep. this one had Paul Chihara, uh doing some of the funkiest
2: funk I've ever mm. funked in my life. Very psychedelic. It's great. Very psychedelic.
1: Uh, honestly, if you can track down a copy of this movie on VHS... Uh, it is worth watching just for the soundtrack. Yes. Yes.
2: This, uh, I, honestly, yeah, the soundtrack actually really helped this movie Oh yeah. as far as like, and it was very appropriate in spots. Like nothing seemed out of place with the music. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> See, I thought, I thought it was very like for the time and for the scenes, I, I thought it worked. Like I really thought the soundtrack actually worked for a lot of it. I did not. Uh, really? No, yeah. Uh, cause,
1: cause it's, you know, just scenes of people like walking down a street and it's like, yeah, but see, that's like Shaft. Well, but this movie is not Shaft. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dr. Stephen Strange may try to be a ladies man, <laughs> but he is no John Shaft.
2: Did, did it, did it not also kind of have a, 70s porn feel to it. Oh, yeah. Like, just the way it was shot and the way that it would, like, freeze frame on people and slow motion boobies jiggling and, yeah. I mean, they, they really went for it.
1: There are a lot of jiggling boobs in this movie. <laughs> and, uh, that is also another reason to watch it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah this, uh, I mean, I don't know if it's just, uh, you know, the quality of, of the source material, uh, cause, cause, Clearly, we're not watching a, a remastered, you know, uh, edition of this thing. This is, uh got to be seventh generation, you know, bootleg. Because, uh, I mean, even at the end, there's tracking issues on the DVD. Uh, <laughs> well, that was the source material had a problem. <laughs> right. One of the sources. <laughs> One of the many copies of the VHS tape
2: <laughs>
4: that uh,
2: the DVD was made from. <laughs> but how did you feel? Um, what was the actor's name that played Doctor Strange? Peter Hooten. How do you like that. How do you feel about Peter Hooten's performance? Um. I'd like to think that it gives wooden a bad name. I was gonna say, that's the way I felt too. Very one dimensional. Yeah. And they they would do those weird, like, zoom shots onto his face, and he yeah. had like the most blank expressions ever. Yeah,
1: he does not emote. <laughs> no. Uh
2: usually it's uh uh
1: well, okay, I'll give him this. There's a subtlety. There is a, a subtle difference between him uh Staring blankly at something and being happy, Mm -hmm. or staring blankly at something and being surprised.
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, very... You really have to study his facial features to tell the difference between the two. (laughs) Uh, He's got... uh,
1: He doesn't have dead eyes, but uh, they are mostly blank and expressionless. Um... Uh, and yeah, his mouth uh, never really, uh, moves. Nah. Uh, he does have an amazing porn stash. And, uh, and weird curly hair. And weird, uh, like, you know, 70s Jufro. <laughs> and, uh, he's got that, uh, that butt chin thing going on for yeah, him too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a handsome dude.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd say devilishly handsome. Yeah, yeah. It makes you wonder if, if what he came from that they hired him for that because clearly, you know, just like all those CBS things, they always used it for a launching pad for a possible TV show. Right. Yeah. This is uh yeah. Backdoor pilot. Oh yeah. So it makes you wonder like what they saw in him to cast him as like this master of the mystic arts. You know what I mean? Like what was it about Peter Hooten or whatever the hell he says, however you say his name, what was it about him that made them go, you know what? I need some Peter in this movie,
1: <laughs> you know. Uh, I'm gonna do something that I hardly ever do on this show, and I'm actually gonna look him up. Uh-oh, we're gonna look up Peter here. I want to see if he did anything before this movie or even after.
2: Yeah, it because it, it makes you wonder, and it makes you wonder if if like if this would have taken taken off. Would he have, uh, would Doctor Strange, uh, been in like a Hawk episode? Would he have been in one of the Spider-Man episodes for CBS? Right. I mean, it makes you wonder what their actual attend, uh, 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 you know, what they really wanted to do with this character or right. was this pilot. I mean, you were telling me that it went up against Roots. Right. Like, so you know that uh, to me, it almost feels like they didn't have any faith in it because, I mean, Roots was a huge deal. Well, I mean.
1: You know, it uh the, the movie aired on CBS on September sixth, nineteen seventy eight. Uh it went up against roots. Uh on a Wednesday night. On a too. Wednesday night. Uh, but, you know, at the time, you know, it's the seventies, the late seventies, TV was a much different animal than it is now. Very much so. Very uh, much you, so. Know, with, like, you know, with, you know, I don't know if there was cable then or not, but, uh, probably not, you know, uh, it, it was definitely, you know, your, your three big networks and mm-hmm. then maybe some UHF channels. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and so I don't know if roots was. Uh, I mean, Roots was was a new mini series. I would assume at the time as well. Yeah. So it's not like they
2: knew that. But wasn't it based on a book? It was like based a very, on a book, yeah, very yeah. Popu- popular book too.
1: Right. Well, you know, Doctor Strange is comic a very book.
2: popular comic book True. that you know in
1: the '60s was uh very big with like the counterculture and, and hippies mm-hmm.
2: and then the psychedelic uh, you know uh, crowd and Ryan, the success of the Hawk. I mean, right? Too. Yeah. Because uh, right. you know. The Hawk didn't do great ratings, but at least had solid ratings. I mean, so, yeah, it lasted four or five seasons. Exactly. You know? So, I mean, it makes you wonder, maybe, maybe they did think they had something or right. maybe they wanted it to fail. You know what I mean? Like, once they got it back, maybe they weren't impressed and they were like, well, if the ratings are good, then we'll do, you know, we'll sign it on.
1: Well, that's the thing.
2: Like, you know, uh, and this is not against you or anything like that, but, mm-hmm.
1: uh, I do hear, Sort of that phrase a lot, especially on the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, "Oh, they wanted this fail- to fail." Mm-hmm. I honestly, I don't think that anybody wants anything to fail. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they went into Doctor Strange thinking, you know, this is good. You know, mm-hmm. they, they want it to be good. They want mm-hmm. it to be the
2: best that they can. Nobody sets out for failure. I think DC did. Warner Brothers did with Jonah Hex, though. Uh, they were they, because they put that against like big blockbusters at the time. And I think they knew that that was going to get slaughtered, but they, I think they were hoping that they could at least make a little cash on it. Cause that movie should have came out like in a January, you know, right. like your, your dump off period where you can make some money on movies that you know is not going to be blockbusters, but instead they still put it up against like big stuff. And to me, I, I, I some of the times, cause you know, they can use it as write offs. They can use it for stuff like that by saying, well, Hey, I, we invested this amount of money into this and, it did terrible, and, you know... Right, but, you know, I don't think that they set out to make a failure out of it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, of, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, yeah. I think, at first, when they were making it, of course, they wanted it, and right, then, yeah. once you, they watch it, and then they go,
1: hmm, well... Right,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> uh yeah. N- nobody involved with any production wants it to be a failure. No. You know, Or wants it to be bad. They're all doing the best that they can,
2: you know, given what they had. Um, well, what do you think on... Because um, you hear all those stories about like the Roger Corman Fantastic Four, that they purposely made it as low budget as possible so that they could, you know what I mean, shelf it so that guy could keep the rights on uh, something like that. But then the cast thought it was coming out. Well, that's a different thing, I think. Because, mm-hmm. uh, again, well, the
1: cast, you know, obviously yeah. went into it thinking, you know, well, this we got something. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and with that, it's, it's uh Moneyman. Well it's right. money men, but you know, at the same time they're thinking, Okay, well we do this as quickly as possible and then you know, as we'll still keep the rights and then we can go back and redo it you yeah. know, later with a better budget and more
2: time and, and preparation. And just which they what they did. Well they tried. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. But I mean they got the bigger budget, they got the bigger backing and right, they, right. You know. yeah.
3: uh,
2: but
1: then still failed to produce anything out of
2: it. Yeah. yeah. Uh you know, and it's like
1: Well, I mean, hell, uh, the the way the Superman rights have been tied up for for the past decade, you know, it's like, like, uh, I haven't seen the trailer for it, but I am going to see Man of Steel. But, you know, at the same time, Man of Steel is a movie that was made purely out of panic to try to keep the rights, Mm -hmm. uh, because, uh, like, I think, like, during the whole lawsuit thing with the the Siegel family, uh, or the Schuster family, I can't remember who was. I think Siegel. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they were, DC Warner Brothers was told, you know, that they had to make, uh, at least start production of a new Superman movie by like 2011. Mm-hmm. And so that's where Man of Steel, you know, came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but at the same time, I think that everybody involved is trying to make the best thing that they can. Oh, yeah, of course. And, and people seem to be excited for it, and then mm-hmm. I'm gonna see it anyway, cause I see movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, anyway, uh, I've, had something i was going to say about dr strange but you went off on this whole tangent and i've completely <laughs> forgotten uh was it about peter are we uh i was about that but something else uh oh yeah just going up against uh roots mm-hmm. uh yeah. i mean you know at the time uh you know september early september you know was was the start of the new season mm-hmm. so uh you know i mean yeah i don't think there was any way they could have uh Predicted how big a hit Roots was going to be, mm-hmm. uh, but you know it just happened to be you know that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was the start of a brand new season for for all of the, the networks. So yeah. you know the, they had no idea what was going to happen,
2: and I, and it makes you wonder too. What was the actual ratings for Doctor Strange compared to Roots? I tried to look it up, but I couldn't find any. Yeah, or you know, anything like that. I don't know if back then if they really kept.
4: Uh, I'm it's sure they, they did. You know. But
2: it probably is not as common as it is now where right. everything's oh, yeah. down to the numbers. I mean, and, yeah, I can,
1: you know, find out what the ratings were for you know something that aired tonight.
2: Yeah, know. yeah. And back then it probably was important but not as important as it is now. Right.
1: Uh so Peter Hooten... Uh did quite a bit of stuff uh, before Doctor Strange. Oh, nice. Uh, his first uh, credit is from 1969. Hmm. Uh, you know, and he had just uh, apparently little bit parts in, in television programs, you know, like one episode deals and a couple roles in some movies. Um, he was in the original Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> Peter Hooten. Yeah uh and uh yeah dr strange and then uh did uh, a couple of things through the early 80s took a little bit of a break in the until the late 80s and then uh 1990 is his last movie until 2013
3: and
2: 2012 oh wow so he's back yeah he's making a comeback peter is making his comeback Cause he's also
1: the producer on both of those things, uh, that was, uh, uh, listed for, for last year and this year. Uh, Soul Eater and House
2: of Blood, whatever those are. Oh, wow. So it sounds like horror films. Yeah. He's getting into the horror film market.
1: Uh Matt's got a boner now. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, uh, a producer and starring in these things. Um, Well, good for him. You know what I mean? That
2: he's still, he's still out there. I mean, like you said, he, he's very wooden and stuff, but I think he, he really tried. Like, you could tell, like, I think he liked playing Doctor Strange. Yeah. It's just, I I don't think he maybe got Doctor Strange. You know what I mean? Like, I think that might have been the problem. Like, I, you know, if he hadn't done something sci-fi-ish and fantasy-oriented, before, right. he might not have known how to pull it off. Or even, you know, read the comic or anything. Exactly, exactly.
1: And, and, you know, like this is a thing, like, you know, people, like like comic fans especially, like whenever whenever a comic book movie is announced, they're like, well, that guy doesn't even know anything about the comics. Well, yeah. it's because he's an actor yeah. and doesn't necessarily need to. Yeah. But I think that if you accept a role, then you should probably at least read research the comic. Yeah, research yeah. it a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, that doesn't mean that, they, they, you know, do you think Hugh Jackman ever gave a shit about Wolverine before no. he took the role?
2: No, probably yeah. not at all. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, and guess what? Perfectly fine. Do you think he gives much of a shit about Wolverine in the comics now? No. As long as the character is still viable and he's still allowed to play it? I, I think Hugh Jackman is like one of those guys that, you know, he's like, a, he's super grateful for the chance in the role that he got, because... Made his career. Yep. Uh, you know that you know he's he's down with it, but you know I don't think he he's not rushing to the comic shop every Wednesday to buy <laughs> new Wolverine comics.
2: Is the new Wolverine Origins in?
1: Right. Yeah. Or ever. <laughs> <you know. laughs> and why should he? Because that's not his thing. You know, he's an actor.
2: Well, I think that's one of the the biggest things, especially on something like Doctor Strange. You know, a lot of die hard hardcore comic fans. Always look at this kind of stuff with like, you know, a, a magnifying glass, so they can find any little flaw in oh, stuff. Yeah. But it's like just sit back, relax, and enjoy it. Like, oh, yeah. you know, if there's if there's something really, especially if it, okay, let me put it this way: if they change something about a, a character that you feel so deeply about, like if if they made a hawk movie, like I'm a huge hawk or and Captain America fan, right? And if they changed, like they made a hawk movie and the hawk was purple. Mm-hmm. well of course i'd be pissed like right. that's not the hawk that would you know what are you doing but if they change the hawk's pants and it's not purple and it's right. you know what i mean it's it's a dark blue do i really care no
3: right. i don't give a shit you know what i
2: mean it's still the hawk whatever
1: it- well i would even argue that uh, even if they changed his skin color to make him purple mm-hmm. that if it was still the hulk mm-hmm. then you know that's that that's just a cosmetic change yeah. it is Stupid. <laughs> it's dumb that they would do that, because, you know, everybody knows that the Hulk is green. Yeah, exactly. Or gray. Uh, or or gray. gray. Yeah. Or
2: even I could accept the gray.
1: Yeah. yeah, I could accept that. Uh, but, uh, you know, if they made it so that the Hulk was, you know, running around eating people and, you know... Wasn't. Uh, muscular was a skinny or, guy or yeah or that or you know was uh or if uh bruce banner was just you know a fucking dick yeah you know just uh going around raping boys and <laughs> you know then you know like like fundamentals of the character are gone. they change though that yeah. Yeah. then that's something to get upset about yeah but you know little changes i don't think are anything to, to get nah. you know uptight
2: about but you know comic fans tend to do that a lot yeah because like the fantastic four is a a prime example the uh what is it 2004 i believe is when they made the the one with jessica alba and somewhere and again seeing it in the theaters when it first came out is it a great movie no did i have fun seeing it in the theaters yes you know what i mean it served its purpose i sat there i watched it i ate popcorn i watched a superhero film and i was done with it Mm. and i had fun watching it you know Mm. Was there flaws? Yeah, there's a lot of flaws in that movie, you know what I mean? But I still had fun watching it, and I didn't go in there going, oh, Ben Grimm's too small, he's not tall enough, oh, Jessica Alba's too young, this is stupid, you know, sure. come on.
1: Uh, I agree with you on some aspects of that. Uh, like, you know, like the cosmetic aspects. You yeah. know, like, like yeah, who cares, you know, about the age of, of you know, Sue Storm or, yeah. or the size of Ben Grimm uh what i do care about though is that those movies were fucking terrible well and jessica alba is a dead-eyed fucking zombie we're back on this could not
2: act (laughs) her way out of a wet paper bag even with a gun to her head we've had this discussion in in the store i work about her being a dead-eyed zombie (laughs) oh yeah
1: i do not like her at all she is terrible uh, but you know, I, I give it to both you know Michael Chiklis and Chris Evans, and that yeah. those
2: movies are they're great. Oh, uh, Michael Chiklis is I think was perfect as a, as yeah. Ben Graham and the thing. Yeah, I, I, just the whole mannerisms, and when he was sad, you got it. You right. know what I mean? Like it was a a good representation. Right. Just like this Peter Hooten, he 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 tried so hard. It just he just couldn't get that hump. Right. You know what I mean? To get over to make it where you were like. Well, this is really a stupid ass movie, right. you know what I mean? But man, he's trying. It. He got to the point where you were just like, almost like laughing at him and not with him. Right. You know what yeah. I mean?
1: Oh like- yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, we we spent the entire time making fun of him. You know? Yeah. And you know it's a gutter trash tradition to not talk during the movie uh, <laughs> and we,
2: and we broke that rule oh, for this did. one
1: yeah <laughs> uh because I think if we would have if I would have sat here in silence watching this thing, I probably would have just gotten up and hit you uh
2: <laughs> well, it's one of those things where I, I think you described it best when it was it, we were about halfway over or halfway over the movie, and you said like, man, like that whole first part was like. A hospital drama, right? And yeah. like literally, that's what it is. Like the whole beginning part of this movie, while it does have some of the fantasy elements and superhero elements, but my god, it's like an episode of ER, yeah, like a like, really
1: boring one. Yes, from case.
2: like the seventies, where like they had only like two sets. You yes. know what I mean? Like that's what the movie was at right. first, and and you're waiting for something, right? And then they keep showing this ridiculous cutscenes of uh, of a character falling over a railing right. and they do like these close-up shots of this goofy old guy making these goofy faces right i mean it's it's just laughable but it, it it's enjoyable because it's laughable but by no means in my opinion is this a good movie oh, no, you know what man, i mean not at all like most of the cbs movies like made for tv movies especially to do with superheroes at least had some sort of element of like oh okay this is entertaining or you know especially like uh I'm sure like you probably did too a lot of the hawk ones I watched when they aired you know the ones that I was old enough to really remember yeah, yeah. like you know the first one I wasn't old enough to remember um but, but like I, yeah I think I wound up taping them all yeah, yeah you know what I mean and yeah. and and they were enjoyable they, oh, yeah, they're flawed yeah. but they're enjoyable and you know every time the hawk got on the screen you were oh yeah this is awesome or you know when they announce, oh, Thor's going to be in this one. Oh, Thor, you know, right. this one just—I don't know. Like, well, it's
1: it—it's the problem of the origin story, I think. True, and, very true. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, really, at this point, though, uh, I guess you know, the, the Hulk was a TV show at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, were the Spider-Man uh, things had there by this I point? I think yet?
2: so. Or they were just getting ready to. Okay. It's probably close to the same time, and I think it was the same time as the Captain America pilots okay. too. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it was all there. You know right, what I mean? They right. were following each other pretty, pretty closely.
1: Because, because I was watching this and I kept thinking about it. It's like you know, like I guess. Like, I have a problem, I think, with, with origin stories, uh, especially in the, the current crop of, of superhero movies, mm-hmm. that I, I don't know that they're necessary. And it's just why, uh, like, you know, the Amazing Spider-Man movie that came out last year, mm-hmm. uh, like, I enjoyed that movie a lot. Uh, I did, like, too. I thought it was really I good. Too. I think it was actually better than some of the Raimi ones. Yeah. Uh, you know, or, you know, all of them in some aspect. Yeah. Uh, I think the, it's a better movie than the Raimi ones yes, by far. Yeah. Uh, but the one thing it didn't need was to retell the origin. Yeah. Uh, the new Superman movie is coming out. Apparently, it's going to be another retelling of his origin. Ugh. You know, like, you know, and, and then we've just gone through three Batman movies, you know, mm-hmm. where the first one was a retelling of his origin. Yeah. You know, it just, it's not necessary. Yeah, it's not necessary, I think. Um, and, and I think, you know, obviously, you know, Marvel is, is now working towards uh, a Dr. Strange movie. Yeah. Um, and, and I kept thinking, I was like, man, I hope that they don't do an origin story. I bet they do. Oh, I'm sure they will because it is an obscure character that a lot of people, yeah, won't probably know who he is. right Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the, there is that desire, but I think that, you know, cause, okay, let's put it this way. Um... Well, any any other movie that has ever come out in existence that is not a superhero movie, uh, those aren't origin stories. No, you know, Die Hard wasn't uh, an origin story about how John McClane got to be where he was.
2: Yeah, or how he became a cop, or anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, just was a cop. Exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I think it would be awesome if that if they made a Doctor Strange movie that he's just Doctor Strange. Yeah. And, and I mean, I can understand again obscure character there then there is a complexity to it that uh, flashback exactly like it, a flashback sequence
2: i think the hawk movie did it perfect the incredible hawk one where just in case if you didn't get the origin they showed it just in the opening credits yeah why the credits rolled you got the whole story there right. Bam, right into the story you know well, he was already on the run he was already been the hawk he you know that was perfect I
1: think with that, with Spider-Man, with Superman, with Batman, uh, you know, yeah, if you feel the need to, to recap their origins, uh, yeah, do it in the opening credits because, uh, those are all so simple and
2: also the most widely known ones. Oh, of course. Like who, who's going to go to a Batman movie in this day and age, honestly. Right. Even little kids know the origin of Batman at this point. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need to show it because everybody already knows it. Right. People already know that Spider-Man was bitten by a radioactive spider. Right, we don't yeah. need to, to to see it and and take up 60 minutes of a an hour and a half movie. You know what I mean right, <laughs> with yeah. with that. I mean, that's not necessary. Right. And like
1: uh on uh, the Viewmaster's podcast, uh we reviewed uh All-Star Superman, the uh the Superman animated DVD, which mm-hmm. is based on the comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one, I mean, that comic is great. The movie was meh, mm-hmm. but, but, uh, the one amazing thing about that comic is the very first issue, the very first page, four panels, eight words, Superman's origin. I mean, you know, it's, it's that easy. Yeah. And, and, but Dr. Strange is a little more complex with his origin. A
2: little bit. There's, a little there's
1: bit. There's a lot more to it than just, that can be summed up. Pretty easily, yeah, yeah. Uh, and in fact, like in,
2: in, in this movie, it was just sort of well, they didn't oversimplify it almost. Yeah, because they didn't really ever explain so much, and and yes, they change a lot about from the comic to TV screen. Right. You know, yeah. it, it, the whole him being a surgeon is non existent. Right. He's and this a one, he just yeah, yeah, and he's just a doctor, basically. Right. You yeah. know, um, it, 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 it's just it's just odd that. They chose to make it as simple as they did, but yet draw it out as long as they did. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that was the the strangest part about it. I think
1: it's an hour into this movie by the time he makes
2: it over to the, the Sanctum Santorum or whatever the yeah. fuck it's called. Yeah. And, he, and, and, and what's really weird is there's, like, maybe, I don't know, what would you say, 15 minutes, probably less than that, where he actually questions... Like, when he first finds out that he's supposed to be selected for all this and that he gets put in a trance, he doesn't really question it. Right. And it seems really awkward because, like, this old dude, like, lures him to his house and he's telling him, like, all this ring was given to you by your dad because you've been this chosen one. Right. And he doesn't question it. No, yeah, not at all. He's just like, oh, really? Yeah. Like, he's so accepting of it. Like it, Like, it's an everyday occurrence that some crazy old guy tells him that, He's got magical powers. Right. Like, oh, cool, i got magical powers. Cool.
1: And that could just be the, you know, lack of acting ability on, on the, the yes. part of uh, Peter Hooten.
2: <laughs> uh, and then when he does question it, it's funny, because then he's like, he saves this girl's life that he's supposedly in love with that he just meets, who right. doesn't even have her memory. And, and like, <laughs> they're, they're like, he saves her, and then he gets there, and he's like, oh, I don't want the power. Right, yeah, he turns it down almost immediately. And it's like, uh, wait a minute, you just used the fucking power to right, save yeah. the girl!
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, this old guy just proved to you that all this <laughs> stuff is real and that you could do this. Uh, and then you're just like, nah. Uh, and then you wind up, then he, he winds, winds up getting, uh, caught in this trap, basically. Uh, where, again, unquestionably, he just accepts everything as happening. Yeah. And then he's able to defeat the villain. And then he finds out that this entire thing was manipulated
2: by the old man. Yeah. He's just like, Meh, okay. Yeah. Actually, I wasn't in any trouble. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, okay. I'll just call you master anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll be the Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> yeah. We should mention that the, the villains in this is uh, Morgan Le Fay right. and basically Satan. Yeah. I mean, that's that's who the bad guys are. And Satan is this ridiculous... Blown up puppet that looks like a, a deformed, retarded version of Godzilla. I would say he's like uh, if Godzilla and Beaker had a uh, had a baby. Yes, it would be this. It'd be Satan and Doctor Strange, <laughs> and he had this like ridiculous like voice. It was like this proper voice when yeah. Satan would talk. It, it was just overly ridiculous. The, uh, yeah, and uh, Morgan Le Fay
1: is uh, played by Jessica Walter. Who, uh, is probably best known as, uh, the mother from Arrested Development. <laughs> uh, and also, uh, the mother from the cartoon Archer.
2: And she has some major cleavage in this uh, oh movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, she was, uh, kind of a babe 34 yeah? years yeah. ago. Yeah. It's like I was telling you, there was a hint, just a hint of Linda Carter in her. It, uh, a little bit i seen. Yeah. I was like, yeah.
1: Linda Carter. Yeah. But she also still has, uh, that, that, uh, sort of, stern hardened kind of look to her uh, that that is recognizable uh, oh, from yeah. arista developments and and uh, even you know as, as a cartoon character in archer
2: and i think uh, she does a, a, a pretty decent job of playing the the, the character given terrible lines absolutely oh, yeah. terrible lines throughout it but again like you said her facial features and everything yeah. she can portray the the evil witch the, right. the, you know what i mean like she does a good job with what she's
1: given, right, and and I think uh, you know, in any any type of movie uh, like this, like any time you you have like these weird fantastical elements to it, uh, you know, be it this, be it you know, Lord of the Rings or just anything like it, uh, the dialogue is always going to be awful because there's always going to be at least one character who has to say a ton of ridiculous shit. Yeah.
3: Uh,
2: and I think all of them had to say ridiculous
1: yeah, shit in this yeah.
3: movie.
2: <laughs> I think they were all given bad lines.
1: Yeah. Like maybe the only person who wasn't was
2: like, you know, the, the, the mean doctor and the meaner nurse.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: That were just randomly thrown in just to be a pain in the ass to Doctor Strange, yeah. who instantly, like, like I said, is, I don't know, he has the like, I'm gonna rape you eyes to most of the females in this
4: movie.
1: <laughs> it's not so much rape. As it is, I am going to gently fuck you against your will.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's true because he's too wooden to, to actually be forceful. <laughs> uh, uh See, not a great movie. Uh, <laughs> like I said, it's it's not like it's a terrible movie. Like it's definitely worth watching to see. Like, I mean, it's fun. Exactly, yeah. exactly.
1: It's fun in a bad way.
2: Yeah. You know? I don't expect any major action cuz you're not oh, going to yeah, get it no, yeah. because even the end fight stuff is absolutely fucking lame. No, you yeah. know
1: what I mean like it takes about a minute. Yeah. And it's
2: 1978 special effects. Yes. Or 1978 uh television special effects. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And like and and don't expect a deep storyline cuz
4: there oh, is yeah. none.
1: And at the same time, well, I mean, you know, again, television was a very different beast. Oh, yeah, at the time. And, uh, but, you know, this was also setting up a TV show. Yeah.
2: That just never happened. And clearly uh, at the end of it, they were, they were building up right, because yeah. Morgan Le Fay is now set free in New York or right. where yeah, I think it was New York was where this is taking yeah. place. So she's now free in the city and not really, she's answering the Satan, but she's not having to keep going back and forth. Right. Um, they lead it up that Doctor Strange, and I guess it would be, the old guy would be the ancient one, I would assume, yeah, is, yeah. and then Wong are, like, together, and now Doctor Strange has got the power, and clearly it was th- this girl that he was in love with that lost her memory, had right. her memory back, and it was, like, going to be him trying to keep her safe, because of the whole end thing, where she goes into a trance, watching Morgan Le Fay on TV. Right. That was the build-up. It was probably going to be the same plot over and over. Yep. Of, her being in trouble, hand like saving, the Hulk. exactly. Yeah, at it, and just the same old, same old stuff. Right.
1: So, I've never been a huge Doctor Strange fan. Like, like I. I've read a couple of his comics, and I enjoyed the couple few that I've read. Uh, but uh, you know, I've read his origin story a couple different times mm-hmm. in a couple different places. Um, how pissed are you if you're Wong? Yeah. They kind of they kind of dog him in this, don't they? Oh uh, well, not just this, but like in, in every other thing I've seen, you know, he's uh, you know loyal. Like, he's loyal. He's like the right hand man to the ancient one, and yet gets sticked over for you know this uh, this fucking uh, American piece of shit,
2: cocky yeah. asshole. Yeah, in the in the comics, he's he's at first when he's the doctor, he's not a very nice guy. No, yeah, he's he's, he's a dick. Asshole, yeah. I mean, and. So, yeah, if you're a Wong, yeah, you probably would be a little pissed off being yeah. like, hmm, I've been loyal. I'm a nice guy. Right. Yeah. I got the mystic arts. Like, I can do some of it. Yeah. yeah. But you're going to give it to this asshole surgeon right. who is going to go with the bad guys because, you know, they were going to help fix his hands because remember he had the accident yep. and his hands were all messed up. So, yeah, he probably would have been a dick, you yeah. know? <laughs> uh, but yet
1: still continues to serve you know steve Ah.
2: yeah yeah i don't get it why wong why Why? do you do this to yourself (laughs) if we could have wong call in live this would be great but (laughs) we don't have the capabilities right now better not have skype (laughs) it makes you wonder too um you know the hulk and spider-man on the tv shows they never really added bad guys like you never seen like any major spider-man never fought green goblin and hulk never fought any of the abomination or any of those guys it yeah. makes the you wonder... Jack
1: McGee. Exactly. And, and, and random
2: bikers. Exactly. And just random scuzzbag who's trying to take advantage yeah. of the farm. Yeah. But it makes you wonder, like, would they have put Dr. Mordred? Would they have... You know what I mean? Would uh, the Doctor Strange, would they have gotten more into it? I mean, clearly they had the Satan stuff. Right. So they were having more named bad guys. Even Morgan Le Fay, they were having actual... Characters. ...named right. bad guys that were in the Doctor Strange universe. So it makes you wonder would they have expanded on that, or okay. would they have just kept it, you know, the, the same core, or would they expand expanded? I'm guessing that they
1: probably would have just kept it as Morgan Le Fay and, like, her minions or whatever. Probably, but, probably. It yeah, probably wouldn't have had uh, any of the, the classic Doctor Strange villains or anything like that.
2: Would have been neat. Yeah. And the possibility would have been out there, and I, it probably would have been a lot easier to do the Doctor Strange guys than it would have done. You know, the Hulk basically would have been possible for the time for them right, to yeah. make without making it look laughable i mean they couldn't do somebody like the leader or the abomination or absorbing man or any of those guys because it wouldn't have came out on television right but you know spider-man on the other hand they could have i mean it's a lot of these guys are just latex suits that you could have slapped on somebody and had them run around i mean the atari commercial if i remember i think had a guy running for the atari spider-man game had a guy dressed as green goblin you know what i mean like where the hell was that suit? Just
3: buy that from Atari
2: and put it in the show.
1: Well, Atari had a lot more
3: money. True,
1: at that time. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading up on this Doctor Strange movie, and uh, I guess there was an interview on point with uh, Stanley, who was a consulting producer on it, mm-hmm. uh, said that uh, he was actually pretty proud of uh, how this had turned out. Oh, that's nice, then. Uh, and he said that, you know, and that's why I read about the Roots thing. He said that... Uh, if. It, he thinks that if it hadn't have gone up against Roots, it may have actually made it to a series. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, he said he had, uh, he became friends with the writer and the director and, and you know, uh, consulted on the, the whole thing and, uh, he was, was relatively happy with how it turned out. He said the, the Hulk show was also something he was really happy with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he said uh, Spider-Man was a nightmare.
2: I wonder why he, he turned on Spider-Man. I mean, I'm sure, much like me, you've seen a lot of those. You know what I've I mean? Seen the some, but it's been decades. I mean, the, the biggest problem with the Spider-Man one is is he wasn't in the costume enough. Sure. I mean, most people, yeah, Peter Parker, whatever. You know, you 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 like Peter Parker, but on Spider-Man, I think he's always one of those characters that you want to see him as Spider-Man. You know, David Banner or Bruce. You, you know, right. um, he's more. Well, he's not Bruce because he's not gay. Well, yeah. yeah. That's why he's David.
4: Right.
2: Um, um, you know, the character and, and him trying to fight for becoming the Hawk, that's like the drama element of right. it. Right. And that's interesting. And you know, you, you can get it. It's like the Jekyll and Hyde. He doesn't want to turn into Mr. Hyde. He doesn't want because he doesn't know what the Hawk will do. With Peter Parker, I mean, it's like, I'm going to fail this test. You know what right. I mean? Like, how interesting would that be week after week, week after week? Right. You know,
1: well, the problem with that,
2: though, is, is budgetary. Oh, yeah, of, know, course, of course, of course. But, I mean, even, they don't even have, they could just sh- show the same cutscenes like they did anyway of Spider-Man climbing buildings and stuff. Right. All they literally have to do is, is have the guy in a Spider-Man suit fake punch a dude every once in a while, and it would have been entertaining. You right. Know? <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. What
2: are you going to do? They tried.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, d- yeah, so, Doctor Strange, uh, yeah, if you get a chance to watch it, watch it yeah it's it's not it's not entirely terrible no yeah. it, it's
2: it's worth the watch it's yeah. worth yeah. at least seeing once It's probably something you wouldn't want to own in your collection unless you're just a diehard collector right, of, yeah. of like superhero movies and stuff. um most normal people probably will just want to watch it, you yeah, know yeah. me and Eric, of course, will own it
1: right. <laughs> uh yeah, so uh let's go ahead and take a break. All righty, and uh, we will be back.
5: Made up to love me, but the broken dreams have got to end. We'll i
1: never get to re-intro the show <laughs> this is this is uh maybe a first for me i'm not sure
2: i was just jamming to some ell you yeah, know what i mean <laughs> i do know what you mean thinking about dr strange as that was playing <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh so speaking
1: of uh superheroes and the, the marvels and and whatnot uh so Iron Man three came out uh, about a week ago. Yeah. Nope. Oh. And uh,
2: both you and I saw it very recently. Yes, we have. But not together. No, no. He doesn't like me enough to uh, go to the movies with me.
1: Nope. Well, you also go while I work. That's true. Yeah.
2: That's true. <laughs> uh, so yeah, want to want to talk a little bit about Iron Man? Yeah, sure. We okay. might give some spoilers.
1: <laughs> uh, I would rather we not.
2: Okay, so we'll have to dance around some things. Yeah, we'll have to dance around some issues. Yeah, um, cause, cause yeah, I am very leery
1: about giving spoilers, especially for something like that.
2: That's this new too. Yeah, right? New. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, it is a week old at this point. Yeah, uh, still a newborn.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah, let us uh, let us be very, very careful about uh, spoiling uh, most anything cuz part of it is that uh I'm a I'm a big fat baby <laughs> and uh I, I get uh, a little bitchy when when uh things that I am interested in are are close to getting spoiled yeah and uh I I was kind of a dick to a whole bunch of people that I know uh, about spoilers for things uh <laughs> particularly this movie. <laughs> and so I would like to to at least pay the same respect to to others who haven't seen it yet.
2: Well, yeah, Understandable. It Understandable. Yeah, people ruin uh I watch Game of Thrones and people ruin that for me all the time and yeah. post their uh, little uh, shit on their Facebooks and stuff. Yeah, it's like yeah. you
4: assholes.
2: <laughs> I uh you know I got to tell you and 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 and
1: uh I will tell this to to the world out there. I use a uh Um, I mean, I use Facebook mostly through my, my computer, uh, the, uh, you know, PC or the laptop, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and not so much through my phone. Uh, but on, on both those machines, I have a, an add-on that I use, uh, for Facebook, which is called FB purity. And it allows you to get rid of a whole bunch of stupid shit that Facebook forces on you. And it also allows you to set up a blacklist. So, if you don't want to see anybody post about Game of Thrones, you can just type in Game of Thrones, and then all of those
2: posts disappear. That's pretty amazing. Yeah.
1: FB Purity. I highly recommend it. I kind of like this. It, is, uh, it, it streams my feed to look like it used to, and not the new timeline thing. Ugh. Uh, it gets rid of everybody's events that I don't want to see. I no longer have to get reminded of everybody's birthdays. Oh, what? Uh, At least my birthday. Yeah, I don't give a shit.
2: Yeah, you do. I don't give a shit. Deep inside, you care. <laughs> I don't give a shit. He does. September 8th, by the way.
1: <laughs> That's two days after uh, Doctor Strange
3: aired.
2: That's right. That was the gift upon me. <laughs> Granted, I wasn't born a year later, because 79, but it was still, I knew it was in the wings. <laughs> hey, I was, uh I, my parents may have watched
1: Doctor Strange with me.
4: It's possible. I was,
1: uh, I was a month old or so when
2: uh, when that aired. You should next episode. You should ask your parents if they watch Doctor Strange. I will, <laughs> and they will say what? Wait, what are you talking about? So we watched Roots <laughs> like yeah, everybody. We're, we're
3: watching Roots.
2: <laughs> you watch your Doctor
3: Strange. Poor <laughs> uh, Peter Hooten. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, just go. alter turned out fine though. <laughs> she's she's on a show that's gonna be on Netflix and that's gonna disappoint everybody.
2: Which one? What? One?
1: <laughs> I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. Hemlock Grove.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, have you you don't have Netflix, do you? I do not. Oh, I, do yeah. not. Right. I was curious. I
2: believe in the traditional DVD. <laughs> uh, I believe in
1: the traditional D V D too. I know you do. I know you do. And I get both. I get the traditional D V D and I get the streaming. You do the yeah.
2: streaming through uh, PS3, don't you? Oh uh,
1: yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it all works out. Okay. Makes and, you happy. Uh, yeah. And uh, so yeah, so they they have a new a new exclusive program uh, called Hemlock Grove, uh, which is executive produced by uh, Eli Roth, oh, and uh, the first episode was directed by him. And uh, a couple weeks ago, like it premiered, you know, and it's like all thirteen episodes of the season at once. You know, so you can just watch you know the All entire season in a weekend, and I watched three eh, three episodes and declared it to be bullshit, and have not gone back to watch anymore
2: to see if it got better or not because it was just awful. It's a turd. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I think uh nothing against Eli Roth, but I think a lot of stuff that he's involved in is kind of overrated and just kind of eh. Most of the time.
1: I liked Cabin Fever. Uh, yeah. I liked it quite a bit. I never saw any of the, either of the hostile movies that he did. Um, uh, I saw... Uh, well, he was in Death Proof. Yeah. Uh, I did not like that at all. But I liked Grindhouse for the most part. Except for Death Proof. Mm-hmm. Um... He was an Inglorious Bastards. He was an Inglorious Bastards, probably the worst part of Inglorious Bastards, but I liked
2: Inglorious Bastards otherwise. I liked everything besides the Bastards. I know that's weird, like, I like all of them. No, the the movie is not about them. And I think that when they're on the screen, it's kind of, eh, like the whole- It's a cartoon. Yeah. When they're on the screen. The whole thing with the girl in the movie theater, interesting. kept my interest the whole time. Right. The moment Brad Pitt would get on there and do his ridiculous accent and all that, I was like, eh, eh whatever. You know, this is Tarantino, typical bullshit, you know? I, I liked Inglourious
1: Bastards all the way through. I don't mind the Bastards, but, you know, yeah, they, the weakest link. They're, yeah, the, the, the movie is not about them. It's about the woman and it's about, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the Nazi, uh, the, the Jewish guy. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's, 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 uh, yeah, when, when the bastards are on the screen, it's, it, it becomes uh, a cartoon. Yeah. It,
2: and I'm fine with that. Uh, but. Yeah. It's, they're out of place. Yeah. They really are. With, with the pacing of the, 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 the runaway Jew girl and all that, it, it, who runs the movie theater, it's very, that's very downbeat. You really like her character. You really feel nervous when the the Nazis are coming in for, right, yeah. and then like then like you said, yeah, they bring in Popeye and and all these other morons in here doing terrible impersonations and right. Eli Roth doing these ridiculous blank stares and right, I mean it's yeah. like this is fucking retarded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: there's uh he's in a new movie out right now called uh aftershock or something like that or mm, yeah don't know that one uh I saw a trailer for it uh when I saw Lords of Salem i think um, and uh he like yeah he just plays a guy who goes to Brazil and then there's like this massive earthquake and then it turns into like a survival horror type thing uh but it like I think he produced it, but he didn't direct it. Uh, but he stars in it, you know. <laughs> and, uh, like, I watched that trailer, and I was like, who the fuck keeps putting Eli Roth in stuff? And then and you like, realize it's, it's Eli, Eli Roth, Roth yeah. putting Eli Roth and
2: stuff. Right, yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and, again, like, I liked Cabin Fever. I wouldn't mind seeing him direct another movie that I might have an interest in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, I certainly don't have an interest in the hostile movies, but, you, mm-hmm. know, uh, you know. But, apparently, he seems to want to be an actor now
2: well i keep wishing that he would do thanksgiving the fake trailer oh, yeah, because yeah. he acted like he was going to do it and that it was going to be in the vein of like an eighty slasher film and feel like that eighty slasher i think that would be a lot of fun yeah i don't think he's ever going to do that i don't either. either i think he it's like one of those things much like uh Raimi where they when things get down on them they go yeah i'm thinking about making evil dead for you know it, He's never probably going to make. He keeps saying, and I know he's saying that he's writing it this summer.
3: Yeah.
2: They're working on it right now. I I think
1: this time, I think, is actually closer to happening because of the success of of the remake. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think, you know, I don't think that he's doing it because he wants to. I think he's doing it now out of some sort of weird obligation, maybe. To the fans. Yeah. Uh, so I think, like, again, it may never
2: happen still, but, mm-hmm. you know, I think he is at least, I think, working on it right Toying now. Toying with the idea yeah, more. Because yeah. I, I think he did a fine job. I am am i i haven't been a Raimi fan in a while, honestly. Like, um, the Spider-Man movies, they're all right, but I think they're very overrated when they come to, you know, movies. Like, I've seen... I think almost all of them in theaters and each up one of them. I was just kind of "Eh," after I left like, yeah, that was fun, but they're not great. They had I loved the first two,
1: uh, on repeated viewings. They do not hold up very well. No, no, no. Uh, The third one
2: was just awful, but that wasn't because of him. No, no, no. That was just a mess all the way around. Like there, there, there there was so much stuff wrong and everyone always says, oh, it's the dancing scenes and all that. No, there's there's more, there's just a lot of issues with that movie and i don't think honestly i don't think ramy's heart was in that movie yeah, and it no, shows yeah. like i don't think he really gave a shit i think it was because he a paycheck had all the power taken away from him exactly and it was just a paycheck at yeah. that point he, he wanted to do you know the vulture and, and i of. heard craven i think i heard it was craven heard, as a uh, yeah. i heard it was craven and he wanted to hire um jared but Jer- was it gerald, gerald butler. butler yeah as right. craven and thinking about it like the 300 look that dude's freaking ripped and you yeah. put that that lion thing on him yeah. he actually wouldn't be uh that bad of a craven <laughs> no, yeah but yeah like like they told him no you have to do venom and you yeah. Know, so yeah it, it was just a mess i heard that uh, same thing I, I don't know if it's true i heard that same thing was with uh nolan on this last batman that he didn't really particularly want bane and they kind of told were like pushing that toward him like Whoa. I
1: haven't heard that at
2: all, but, you know,
1: uh, I have zero interest in that movie, so.
2: Really? Yeah. I actually liked it a lot. It's actually my favorite out of all three of those. Yeah, never saw it. Haven't seen it yet. Don't really
1: plan on seeing it. It's good. Alright, whatever. <laughs> it's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> so you think. I liked it. Yeah, you like Doctor Strange too. Love
3: Doctor Strange. <laughs>
2: uh we were on iron man uh, 3
1: iron man three. <laughs> um well i also want to just say that i uh i still love the sam raimi yeah like he's, i said he's disappointed me
2: once i really liked uh his last movie the uh great power for oz yeah i really like that i went in there and i was like blown away like it yeah. literally um i'm doing that you know, whole, uh, year end thing for my blog. Right. And I'm watching all these movies and still as of right now, tentatively, it's battling for the number one spot is Oz. Right. I mean, so it's still, that is how it's still, me. yeah, it's still held up. I mean, right. I really enjoyed it. And yeah, again, it, really it. it suffered from the nitpicking. Like, this isn't like the original. Well, no shit. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, of course it's not going to be like the original because they can't capture that magic that they had back then right. now, you know, it's, it's yes. not going to happen.
1: It's also a prequel to that. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. also taking stuff from the books too. Exactly. Which apparently a lot of people uh, don't realize that there are books.
2: Yeah. That they
3: exist. Yeah.
2: That's what, that's what Juliet, my girlfriend always says. She's like, cause when people were bitching about it, she's like, do they not realize that it was not a movie first? It's right. a, it's a book series. Yeah. Yeah. There's like what,
1: at least 12 books. Mm-hmm. if Not more. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Anyway,
2: Iron Man
1: 3. <laughs> We're back to the Iron Man. Yes. Uh
2: so yeah. What do you think? I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. Um I actually uh, it you know a lot of people are a lot of people are bitching about it and there's a lot of people that are praising it highly. So it's it's definitely one of the first iron man movies that i think have met with that much resistance from both sides where there's people that absolutely are trashing it for reasons that we can't talk about and but then there's the people that are absolutely passionate and like wow no this was great i fit more toward the like i had a lot of fun with it so i'm not like yeah there's flaws but i thought it was i thought it was decent and i put it up there with the other two i mean If you like the other two, I think that you will really enjoy it. I, um, I haven't,
1: well, I mean, you know, like I said earlier, uh, you know, I've avoided pretty much everything about this, Mm -hmm. you know, up until the moment that I saw it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, uh, I feel like it worked out pretty well for me to do Mm that. Um, I, Uh, cause, cause I was just living in constant fear of spoilers about Mm -hmm. this movie and, uh, like I had honestly thought that like people had ruined it for me, like before I even saw it, Mm uh, just like little things that I glanced here and there, like, Mm -hmm. you know, just things that you can't avoid. Yeah. You know, like as much as you try, like, you know, something slips through. Yeah. Um, I, uh, was pretty much entirely surprised Throughout the entire movie, as was that nothing at any point had ever gotten spoiled for me. Same. Um, okay, uh, my my history with Iron Man movies. Uh, when I saw the first one, I walked away thinking, "Huh."
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Wasn't sure if I actually even liked it or not, mm-hmm. and like it, it took me like a couple days of rationalization to Pro- the process of it. Right. right yeah. <laughs> And I was like, I guess I liked it enough, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And it's a fun movie. And, yeah. You know, I can't deny that. Uh, and I've, I've, I think I've seen it once since. And then, yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iron Man 2, I walked away from it with more sense of liking it. Mm-hmm. But apparently I'm like the one of the only people
2: that liked it. Uh, a lot of people seem to hate that movie. Which I don't understand why. Like, again, I don't it's either. Yeah. fun as shit. Yeah. Mean, yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely fun. Right.
1: Uh Iron Man 3 is like I walked away from it definitely liking it a lot. Mm-hmm. I, it's my favorite one uh, mm-hmm. of the 3. I I liked it way more than I liked the other two. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know why. <laughs> uh
2: I, I don't I don't know if I could verbalize
1: why I liked it more than the other two.
2: Was it because uh, to me on this one Downey really gets the shine. Yeah, Like, they really, they, you can tell they really kind of let him cut loose yeah,
3: yeah. more.
2: And, and it seems like he's having, at this point, you know, playing him already three times before this. Right. I think he's got that groove down now where it actually comes off. Well, like really fast. And, and like, that's really his personality from the get go, though. I mean, Robert Downey
1: Jr. is Tony Stark. Oh, yeah. I mean, and there, there's not much acting going on when he is uh, in in these movies. He he is just playing himself, you know, just uh richer, smarter, and with a super powered suit of armor. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh I Okay, uh so the first two movies were, were directed by John Favreau, uh and I think he had a hand in the script on both of those two. I think uh so. this one is uh written and directed by Shane Black uh, and I think Drew Pierce co wrote it. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that guy is, but I know Shane Black. Mm-hmm. And uh, Shane Black and Robert Downey Jr. did a movie a couple of years ago called Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, mm-hmm. which may be one of my favorite movies of like the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. It's fucking great. And so I was like, I mean, I was going to see this movie anyway. Yeah, you know, cause, yeah it's you know, Iron Man now, right, at this yeah. point. <laughs> uh, but like when I found that out, I was like, you know, really excited And then, like, tried to shut myself off from everything just so I wouldn't, you know, have my hopes, uh, pinned way too high here. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think, uh, their working chemistry together, uh, I think really shone through in this movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think that this movie was a lot funnier than, uh, the the previous two. Mm -hmm. And I liked that a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, I laughed a ton while watching this movie. Mm -hmm. And, and... Like, it's not a comedy, but, no, no. you know. It,
2: it's his quips. It, yeah, again, yeah. It's his. It's the attitude that Downey gives as playing Tony Stark. Right. And, and I like that. You mm-hmm. know, I mean,
1: uh, you know, like like we were just talking about the Batman movies, and then I haven't seen Dark Knight Rises, mm-hmm. and that's because I thought the Dark Knight was bad mm-hmm. because it was just such a, a serious up-its-own-ass, you know, mm-hmm. snooze fest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me.
2: See, I I actually am probably one of the uh minorities like you that I actually agree. Like I, I'm honestly not a fan of Batman Begins. I actually thought it I love the Batman Begins. See, I thought it was boring because a lot of it was the origin story stuff, and I thought that they really downplayed the Scarecrow Uh-oh. a lot in it, and that was what I was excited about was the Scarecrow. Oh, the second one I think was it was alright, but it was just so chaotic and it was just like everything was around the Joker because of Heath Ledger passing away. So it became this giant ball of oh, everyone loves it. Oh, Heath Ledger was my favorite actor and blah blah right. blah. And his performance is so eerie. His performance is is decent. It's not that great. <laughs> He's doing an Al Franken impression. Pretty much. I yeah. mean, it's, it's really not that good. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's not groundbreaking or anything. It, it's, it's just there. Yeah, and I had fun
2: watching it. Again, I'm not saying See, like it's a terrible movie. I am saying it's a terrible movie. I did not have fun watching it. I actually, would... the, the end, the whole end is what made it actually like, for the most part, I was just kind of, uh, eh, you know, sitting there watching it. Right. The whole, probably, I don't know, last 20 minutes of it is where I actually got more invested in it and I was more like, oh, okay, this right. is kind of cool. I like, I like where they're going with this and I like th- the twist at the end and all that.
1: But there was a previous four hours that
2: you had to sit through to get, <laughs> get to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Dark
1: Knight Rises, honestly, is my favorite one. Uh, and again, haven't seen it because I disliked The Dark Knight so much. Um, uh, and, and, and I realize, you know, they're not bad movies. Christopher no. Nolan does not make bad movies. No. Uh I do not like them, uh, because I do think that they are so full of themselves and so, so much into, uh, being Christopher Nolan movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and like, I, I found, you know, the, the Dark Knight to be just a humorless, you know, you know bore mm-hmm. uh and and when i like even batman uh well okay i i have come to this realization over the past uh, couple years that uh i like a well-adjusted batman
3: mm-hmm.
1: I, I like a batman that uh can get over himself and and uh realize that uh you know it's ridiculous that i'm running around in tights and i have all these bat gadgets and i have uh uh a, a little kid and uh you know tights
2: you know and bright yellow colors and so uh, so what you're saying is you like the adam west slash george clooney batman yes that's what you prefer Uh uh-huh you don't like the christian bale michael keaton batman the brooding i like the
1: michael keaton batman a little bit better than i like the christian bale
2: batman (laughs) uh
1: christian bale is a great actor who i thought did a terrible job playing batman uh did a pretty good job playing bruce wayne though
2: Okay, now, now, now you pique my interest. Give me your rundown of the best to worst Batman. Best to worst Batman. At, live action. Live and action. And you don't have to count the earlier serial stuff. You're um, talking from West to, to, to uh, Bale. Bale. Okay. Uh, and now are we talking,
1: cause, cause again, uh, cause Bale does a good Bruce Wayne, it does a piss poor Batman. We're talking Batman. Batman. we the costume, Bat- ears, Man. cape. Yeah, guy. We're talking Batman. All right. Uh I honestly, I got to go Keaton, mhm, West, mhm,
2: uh Kilmer,
3: mhm,
1: Clooney,
2: Bale. Wow. Wow. See mine would go. This is the mine's going to be kind of almost the opposite. Mine's going to go Bale, uh Ke- uh Bale, West, Keaton. Kilmer, Clooney. (laughs) I think Clooney was probably the worst. Um,
1: I, I had recently, I have recently watched, uh, the, the two Joel Schumacher Batman movies, (laughs) and I find them to be a fun, good time.
2: Actually, I actually, this is, uh, again, I know people are probably going to be like, what? Batman and Robin? I like it way better than Batman Forever. Uh, Yeah. I can't stand Batman Forever.
1: (laughs) uh you know what uh because because I, I watched batman and robin and then i watched
2: batman forever i watched them backwards mm. and uh yeah i kind of like batman and robin a little bit better jim carrey as the riddler it's just jim carrey being jim carrey he doesn't spice it up yeah. it's just him doing the same and old tommy Lee jones as two, two- it's is a just- joke
1: well he's doing jack
4: nicholson as yeah. the
2: joker <laughs> yeah. it's terrible yeah that whole movie is terrible it like Val Kilmer seems bored, like he doesn't even want to be there. Right. Yeah. You know, they then they throw in Rob and Chris O'Donnell as Robin, who's just like halfway through. It's like I don't care, I'm not going to listen to you. You know. What I mean? It's like, oh my god.
1: That said, I think they're both better than The Dark Knight. <laughs> uh, I I don't know on that one for me. Yep. <laughs> uh. If I had to rank the movies in order from best to worst, mm-hmm. uh, I go Batman Begins, mm-hmm. Batman, Batman Returns, Batman 66, uh, Batman and Robin, Batman Forever, Dark Knight.
3: Wow.
2: Mine, I, get, I can't think of them all like that, <laughs> that quick. Uh, mine would be Batman 66, because I grew up watching it, right. so I have a lot of attachment to it. Um, then it would be Dark Knight Rises, Batman, the Burton one, right um oh man Batman Returns probably uh Dark Knight um probably Batman and Robin Batman Begins Batman Forever would probably be my bottom like literally that movie I seen it on my birthday um at the drive-in with my parents and that was like, you know, they did a whole birthday thing, and then they were like, hey, let's go, we'll take you to the drive in at the Belmont drive in. Remember right, that? Right. That's where I seen it. And, uh. it was right down the street from me. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, like, afterwards, you know, my mom and dad are like, did you like it? And I'm like, no. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> not really.
1: <laughs> I've, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, that's, I'm sticking with my, my thing. I li- but yeah, I like a well adjusted Batman. I think uh the Batman Brave and the Bold cartoon is actually like my favorite version of Batman that mm-hmm. is is out there right now. Uh cuz cuz yeah, I, I like a Batman that can be happy and, and can joke around and quip. Uh and so that's what I kind of like about, you know, the Iron Man movies, you know, mm-hmm. is that
2: I mean it it is the well-adjusted version of, of Batman basically. Yeah. yeah, Tony Stark's comfortable with who he is. Yeah. He knows that he's kind of an asshole, uh-huh. but he's comfortable with being that asshole. <laughs> yeah, and not resistant and, to, to change, to be we, a better person. We, yeah, and, well, and why he is an asshole, he's still a likable asshole. Oh, yeah. And like, he's still, like you said, he feels bad about some of the times being an asshole, yeah. so he'll try to change things from being that asshole. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, he, he,
1: he's very charismatic, and, and he's... he's you know, just a fun character to watch and, and a fun actor to watch, you know, on top of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he so, deserves his $50 million. Uh, yeah, a picture yeah. <laughs> And it's like, and, and uh, you know, and, yeah, I hope he re-ups his contract because I would love to see an Iron Man 4 and oh. uh, Avengers 2.
2: There's absolutely no oh,
1: way yeah, Disney's yeah. going to let him get away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, But the problem is that uh, Marvel is, is uh, h- historically frugal.
2: Yeah, well, know? and they're... You know, they're, they're basically fucking over all these other guys. Uh, what's his name? Chris Humsworth, who plays Thor and Scarlett Johansson and Samuel L. Jackson and all these guys who are making 200,000 a picture. And then they look and see Robert Downey making 50 million the picture
1: there there's uh you know and no offense to any of those people cuz mm-hmm. uh, you know I enjoyed them all and and mm-hmm. their respective movies and and oh, in yeah. the Avengers oh yeah uh and again uh, Avengers I thought was really great and it mm-hmm. was a fun big movie and, and I loved it a lot mm-hmm. uh but none of that would be possible without
2: Downey in that first Iron Man movie well he did that that did pave the way yeah i mean that was the the one that started it to right. kick off the whole marvel universe being one universe right and yeah movies i mean that was the kickoff
1: i mean you know six years ago like no way in hell could you have ever thought that uh marvel would have pulled off what they did Now and think about that six years ago yeah isn't that crazy yeah <laughs> uh yeah i think uh when the first iron man come out like 2007 2008
2: probably 2008 i think yeah
1: and, uh yeah, I mean, you know, prior to that, you know, we, we, we had, you know, superhero movies and they were popular yeah. and they were going to continue to be made. Yeah. But, like, there was no chance in hell that an Avengers movie was going to be made, especially no. the way that it got made. Yeah. With individual movies building to one.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, and then let alone now, you know, hopefully this is kicking DC's ass into gear to do this Justice League movie. Well, they're trying, and- but
1: the problem
2: is that DC, and
1: this is this is why I partially don't like the, the Nolan movies, uh, the Nolan Batman movies, uh, except for begins. Um, and why I do have a fear for man of steel is that they DC Warner brothers are so ashamed and afraid of the fact that they have superhero characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like, you know because cuz they've got the show Arrow now uh, mm-hmm. on on the WB and and it's not good mm-hmm. um but you know it's it's based on the Green Arrow comic but you know they don't refer to anything as Green Arrow uh you know uh he, he's the hood you know and uh it's like they're just they don't want to admit that that uh you know, they have, you know, these bright, colorful, you know, characters that kids around the world love. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think part of it comes from the failure of Green Lantern. Yeah. Uh, Which was their own fault. Right. And the and the uber success of The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, everything has to be as... Batman or Superman. Well, everything has... To... <laughs> well, they already decided that with the animated shit. Because uh-huh. uh-huh. uh, the, the uh, uh, Wonder Woman... Direct to DVD movie that came out was was good. It was like one of the best ones that they put out, but it didn't sell very well. So they're like, well, uh, they canceled like a whole bunch of like other ones that they had planned. Like there was going to be a Batgirl one, there was going to be a Teen Titans, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And now it's like everything has to be Batman or Superman. Uh, But now, because of The Dark Knight, everything has to be gritty and realistic and grounded and, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, all the costumes have to be dark and, you know, the characters brooding and, you know, we're not allowed to have fun. And I think that with the Justice League movie that that's exactly the tone that they're going to take
2: and it's going to
3: fail. Yeah,
2: because it needs that fun Avengers feel. Uh Yeah, You know, where there was, even during the action moments, there was the, the comedy with the Hulk and, right, yeah. you know what I mean? Like there was still stuff that was funny right. and kept it lighthearted where it was literally a popcorn movie. You sat there yeah. eating your popcorn, watching superheroes fight each other and fight other things and, you know. Yeah. And it was
1: good and it made a billion dollars. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, why why isn't DC looking at that and thinking, oh, well, maybe that's the approach we mm-hmm. should try to take. You know, instead they're just like, no, retreat, retreat, you know. Yeah.
2: Uh, Back to the drawing board. Right, yeah.
1: Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, if, if the Avengers had been a humorless, you know, grounded, realistic thing, mm-hmm. you know, it definitely would not have been as successful as it was. Yeah. You know, I mean, there are now countless of of, you know thousands of fangirls out there writing you know slash fiction about uh, tony stark and bruce banner because of that movie
3: and (laughs) and it's because
1: the movie could have fun with itself and you know and all the the characters and the actors had chemistry with each other and and were able to play off of
2: each other and and it was good because they put them even in cameos in each other's movies so you know scarlett johansson already worked with uh, robert downey and samuel jackson already worked with you know chris evans and uh and robert downey you know yeah, right. everybody mixed and a lot of them were going in already odd man out of course being uh the hawk right <laughs> you know because that was his first attempt at it so yeah. mark ruffalo mark ruffalo <laughs> uh
1: very good in that movie yeah yeah uh but yeah you know like like marvel i think gets it you know like they which is so weird because their comics are not great.
2: Uh, <laughs> well, and they were the ones that struggled. Yeah. I mean, you got to think, uh DC back in the 70s and even through the 80s had the lockdown. I mean, yeah. they had the Christopher Reeve Superman, which were,
3: uh, uh,
2: you know, uh, man, Juliet, my girlfriend, were even talking about this. Superman movies were events. Yeah. When those were coming out in the summer, that was a big deal. Right. I mean, I remember... Superman the quest for peace coming out and that was a freaking huge deal right you know yeah when Batman came out and then Batman returns those were big deals right And then what was Marvel putting out, you know? Howard the Duck. Yeah, and Punisher with Dolph Lundgren, which didn't do well. You know, the Captain America movie. Not ever released. Exactly, went direct to video. That's what they were struggling with. The The Roger Corman, like we mentioned, the Roger Corman Fantastic Four. They were having all these failures after failures after failures. You know, the only thing that they were remotely connected to, and it's you're talking a sliver that did anything, was Conan. Right. A, you're talking, and they didn't really have that much is, to do with it, yeah. and it was just because they were doing the comics, that you is, know? Yeah,
1: barely a Marvel movie. Exactly,
2: exactly. In fact, I would say it's not. No, yeah. not at all, but yeah. that's that's what I'm saying. The sliver right. of, of success that they would remotely have was a movie that they didn't even really have anything to do with. Right. You know, and then Blade helped brain them into the forefront. Right. The Blade series started doing really good, but, I mean, it still wasn't braining people into theaters like, what you know the superman movies did and all the batman movies but it was still the glimmer of that hope that they were going to do something Well, blade came in at a time uh and
1: i'm an expert on the blade movies uh, i think you know that you love Uh, the blade movies (laughs) um uh and it's weird because today like i pointed this out uh, on my my facebook page uh like i was reading a review of iron man 3 today Mm because because now that i've seen it i'll read a review and, uh, like, the very first line of the review is like, well, superhero movies are usually terrible and, uh, not witty or clever, but, uh, Iron Man 3 is, and I'm thinking, well, fuck, we've had, you know, the Avengers, Thor, Captain America, Iron Man 2, Iron Man 1, you know, two yeah. good X-Men movies, yeah. you know, at least two good Spider-Man movies, depending mm-hmm. on your opinion. Of, of course. It. But uh, regardless, there's, there's
2: decent, good-humored right? superhero movies out there. So,
1: and, like, you know, uh, you know three fucking successful, huge Batman movies, yep. you know, in the past decade. Yep. How many critically acclaimed superhero movies have to come out before a reviewer will
2: not point out how bad superhero movies are? Yeah, and give them the respect. Right. I mean... Uh, Those critics, I mean, what are they basing it on? I mean, the Christopher uh, Reeves Superman movies got great reviews when they came out. Especially the first two. You know, the third and the fourth didn't get as much. But the first two got great reviews. The Tim Burton Batman and Batman Returns got great reviews. I would say at this point now,
1: there are actually more better-reviewed superhero movies than there are not. Exactly. Uh, I mean, or or just comic movies in general. Uh, You know, like... You know, the bad ones are, like, you know, Electra yeah. and Howard the Duck and yeah. the Fantastic Fours and uh, uh, bu- 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 Batman and Robin, Batman Forever, Steel, Catwoman.
2: Well, well and people trash some of these, and, and like, the, the Punisher, the last with Ray Stevens, I fucking had a blast with that movie. I seen that in theater, and I was fucking cracking up and, like... This is this is what I want from a Punisher movie—just watching him blow people up. And I mean, that's the Punisher. That's what I want. I don't want Frank Castle drinking vodka and being sad in his room like the Thomas Jane one. You know? I uh,
1: I watched uh, the last Punisher movie with you. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I did not like it. Uh, have since revisited it, mm-hmm. and I fucking love it now it's because it, it's right. so
2: dumb that it's good you
1: know part of it was that uh i, I listened to a podcast in which the the director was interviewed about it mm-hmm. you know it was you know and like it was so interesting to to listen to her talk about it It was like her and Patton oswald uh
4: because
1: cause, Pat oswald loved it and uh as he
3: should have yeah
1: <laughs> and so like i was like well maybe i should give this movie another shot and i watched it again i was like yeah fuck yeah i was totally wrong about that movie uh, and you know, I don't honestly don't have a thing against the, the Thomas Jane Punisher either. Me neither, but you know what I mean? Like,
3: I, it, it, like, yeah, I didn't is.
2: mind it, but that's what I want to see in a Punisher
3: movie. Right, yeah, Ray
2: yeah. Stevens running around and, and blowing people up and yeah. throwing, gr- shooting grenades in through doors and blowing everyone up in a room. And right. You know, and it actually had like a, a major bad guy with jigsaw. It had, you know what I mean? Right. Like, the one had the Russian, but he wasn't used nearly as much as he yeah. should have been. You know, it, so it had the elements of that fun, not taking right. itself serious yeah. superhero movie because Jigsaw's walking around like with this ridiculous Italian accent, right. and then he has this like crazy brother that is is terrible. Like the the guy playing it is absolutely terrible. Right. But it's it's just that's exactly a comic book movie. It's right. fun. It's over the top. It's yeah. not taking itself serious. And
1: everyone in that movie is a great
2: actor. Exactly. But but like
1: yeah, it comes off so horrible. Exactly. But uh <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, I changed my opinion on that one. Uh, but but you know, and I, did that come out before Iron Man?
2: I think so. So so or that, it was close. It, they were definitely like a year. off. Yeah. Like, e- either which way, it was they were like a, probably a year off.
1: So so that one was actually because that one was Marvel's first movie that they could put out yeah like like under their ownership you know as a movie studio yeah. uh, that one was the first one that they did uh you know it just didn't it wasn't successful to, no. to you know you know put that out but anyway you know, yeah yeah I, I think at this point now though there are more good superhero movies than there are bad yeah. and it's still ridiculous that you know every time I, like like you know if you know the, the wolverine or man of steel comes out and it are, and both of those are, you know, critically acclaimed. You know, I, I bet, like, you know, the first thing any reviewer is gonna say is like, well, superhero movies are usually shit, but this one's okay. Yeah. You know, and it's like, fuck you.
2: Yeah. You know. It's like you said, how many good ones do, you know, do you right. guys need before you sit there and say, huh, superhero movies, most of them are good. Right, yeah. The, 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 the age of the superhero movies being crap has been over with. Oh, uh, for a quite while a while <laughs> yeah.
1: and yeah uh you know uh there are some that are going to be bad yeah you know because because that's bound to happen it's the the rule of averages you know like how many movies come out a year and how many of those are bad i would say 90 percent of them
2: oh yeah and, and on know. superhero movies i really think it's a matter of taste <clears throat> yeah i mean like people hated the daredevil movie i didn't mind the daredevil movie i did not either you know what i mean Uh, like saw it in the
1: theater opening day said well this was really good yeah uh then i watched the director's cut Mm -hmm. and said this is even better than that one Mm -hmm. uh i think it's a legitimately good it's a good movie yeah
2: you know and then you do have some bad ones like i think that electro they had an idea it just was poorly executed there was not enough character development to, you know, you knew Electra from Daredevil. So if you've already seen that, you kind of already had an investment in Electra, You were already knowing and liking the character. But, like, none of the bad guys were ever flushed out. They just seemed very, like, what was their purpose? You right. know what I mean? And that was the problem with that movie. Again, it was a script issue. But again, I'm sure there's somebody out there that's like, oh, I loved Electra. You
1: know what I mean? Um, like, yeah, Electra sure, was fun. Yeah. Electra was great. I never saw it because it looked like a turd and I wasn't going to see it or give any money to it. And, you know, and that's the thing. Like, you know, just because I like comics and superheroes doesn't mean that I'm going to see every one of them. Exactly. You know,
2: and I think if you're the type of person,
1: like, well, you know, I should because comics. Yeah. You know, eh, fuck
2: you. you uh, the reason i seen Electra is because Typhoid Mary was one of the bad guys. Sure. And I always liked her character when, with the Daredevil stuff and all that. And I was like, oh, Typhoid Mary's going to be in this. This is awesome, you know?
1: Uh You know, like, uh I avoided the Fantastic Four movies. I didn't mm-hmm. want to see those because I thought they looked awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only reason I saw those was because uh the, the first one was on TV while I was at my parents' house one day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I got nothing else to do. <laughs> Might and as well then, watch it. Yeah. And then the, the second one I was never going to see, but then, mm-hmm. um, like, I... One day I went over to my parents' house and my mom had just rented it and uh, she was like, well, we're going to watch this. I was like, well, I got nothing else to do. And I didn't like either of them, but you know, I also didn't pay for them either. Yeah. Uh, see, I,
2: like I said, I seen, I don't, I don't think, I didn't see the second one in the theater because I was working a bunch when that came out and right. like I could never get to the theater. But like the first one I seen and like I said, I didn't mind it. Like right. it has flaws, but I had a lot of fun. I thought, you know, Dr Doom was a little ridiculous in it, and you know Dr. Doom's one of my favorite bad guys, so right. you know I was kind of wanting more third person talking, you know what I mean, yeah. and that kind of stuff, and I didn't get it, but I still was fine with it, you know right <laughs>
1: uh you know i just uh but 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 you know overall you know it's just like you know like like i don't get I don't get the continuing. You know uh, of the whole marginalization of, of comics and superheroes. Yeah. You know, especially when when there's so much evidence now to, to point to and say that oh, it's not what we think it is. Yeah. You know, like like you know, how many comic headlines are going to come out that are still like Biff, Zoom, Pow?
3: Yeah. You know, fuck yeah. you. you know, just- yeah.
2: That that air has been gone a long
1: yeah. time. Right. Yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> and if they would ever look into anything that they write about these. Right modern journalism's and right. all this other stuff then they would understand biff powell and all that is from a a, a golden age yeah. a long time ago
1: <laughs> 40 almost 50 years ago yeah, yeah. exactly yeah.
2: exactly uh, i can't think of any like modern superheroes i'm talking from marvel or dc that have biff powell Unless you're talking about the new Batman 66 comic that's getting ready to come out. I'm sure yeah. that'll have that.
1: Well, but... you know, they all have sound effects. Yeah. You know, and, and and that's a part of the language of the comics. Yeah. You know, and those are always going to be there. Like Snicket uh, for his uh, claws? Right, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's... it's. I mean, they're they're all taking it from the Batman
2: show. Yeah. You
1: know, yeah. Which, yeah, has been off the air for almost 50 years now. Yeah. Uh...
2: Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Just I, I don't get it. But, anyway. but but that that says something for that show that oh, it's yeah, ingrained yeah. in in people's minds that much. Oh yeah,
1: and that shows longevity. a comedy. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, when, when you're a kid, you watch it because it's it's superheroes on on the screen and they're alive and real and and, and you're fascinating. and it's fun, right? <laughs> uh, but then and then you know it's it's like I, uh, I read Grant Morrison talk about uh, or write about this. Is that like when you're a little kid and you watch the the Batman TV show, the the '60s Adam West show, uh, you know it's it's like your 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 heroes are living and breathing and they're there and they're mm-hmm. physical and you can see them, mm-hmm. you know, moving and talking and breathing and uh, you know uh, doing stuff and it's it's just you know that's what you want. So you you know it's the whole superhero aspect. It's bright and it's colorful. Uh, then when you're an adult or not even an adult, when you're like a, a teenager. Uh, you watch the Batman sixty show, and you're like, "Well, this is bullshit because Batman is dark and brooding, and you know he, he's got a you know revenge, and you know his parents are dead, and, yeah. and this goes is a slap in the face to all of it." And then when you're an adult, you go back and you watch, it's like, "Oh, they made a comedy, and this is actually pretty funny." Yeah, you know it's a it's a parody of of you know comics and superheroes, and yeah, you know you, you appreciate it for
2: that again, and it's. A moving, living comic. Right, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, that was the point of it. <clears throat> right. It was, I mean, it, it, you know, when it comes to the Joker, Cesar Romero will always be the number one Joker to me because for the time era that he represented, that was the Joker alive. Like, right, yeah. you've seen Cesar Romero and that was the Joker alive. I mean, yeah. the Joker, I'm sorry, wasn't looking like a got kid with long streeny dyed hair and right, yeah. you know scars on his face
1: and mumbling
2: about you know that's i'm sorry people that wasn't the joker <laughs> uh, i
1: think that's what it is is that you know it goes back to the whole you know teenager thing and then i think fandom in general mm-hmm. seems to you know like okay like for me like my musical taste mm-hmm. yeah, i'm pretty much stuck at the age of like 19 as far mm-hmm. as like what i like musically Mm-hmm. like it's very hard for me to hear something new that i could really latch on to mm-hmm. uh and, like there's very few new bands that i've ever really gotten into mm-hmm. uh in like the past 10 years or so mm-hmm. and i think i think sometimes like you just latch on to like whatever it is that you like like between the ages of like 14 and 20 oh yeah and, and i feel like Comic fandom as a whole seems to have latched on to, to those teenage years, yeah. which is like the, the mid to late 80s and early 90s yeah. of just everything is just dark
2: and. Frank Miller shit. Right,
1: yeah. And, and I mean, those things are good and they have their, yeah. their place, uh, but, you know, the, the, I don't think those should be representative of. Everything. Right, yeah. And, and I think even Frank Miller, who has fucking lost his mind in the past couple of years, <laughs> uh, but like his Batman stuff. Like like the the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Returns and Dark Knight Strikes and stuff like that. Like, I think he would even admit that he wrote those to be comedic in a way. Yeah. Uh, because he was taking the Adam West version of Batman and then turning him into, like, this dark vigilante character. Yeah. And I think, you know, if you read those books with, with that in mind, you know, you can kind of see what he's going for there. But like everyone else, just latched onto like the wrong aspects of it. Yeah,
3: he's dark,
1: right? Yeah, and so that's why you know like the Avengers movie and, and the the Iron Man movies. You know, I feel like those are hopefully paving a new way. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's going to be hard to tell for a while as long as like you know you have the other major comic company still onto the 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 dark teenage years. You yeah. Know?
2: And I think again it, uh, on that, it just represents, it just shows the the age difference. Yeah, you know, fair. for for me and you, the you know, the Joker that we grew up with is the Caesar Romero, right? Even the Jack Nicholson style Joker. Yeah, you know what I mean. He was sadistic and he was mean spirited, but he wasn't psychotic and over the top you know right the first time i can actually remember him being psychotic and over the top would be death in the family right where the joker actually became more scary you know what i mean like
1: well i mean and like uh you know when the the first batman movie came out like mm-hmm. i lashed onto the joker with that and, oh, yeah. and i read up a bunch of uh old joker stories and there was quite a few stuff where where he was he was mean know, frightening I mean, and, and yeah. yeah he was
2: mean-spirited but he uh, wasn't overboard right you know and then, you know, definitely modern comic fans who just are recently getting into it, you know, I'm sure the Heath Ledger Joker represents in their mind exactly what the Joker is like. Right. So it, I think that is where the, honestly, where the comic world for movies is actually at. You have, you know, your old school guys mixing with these newer school guys and these newer school guys, like you said, are stuck in this like, everything's got to be brooding and right, everything has yeah. got to be this and the older school guys are more of like hey like the avengers hey that's fun that's what we want yeah, you know yeah. what i mean
1: <laughs> and it's uh like i think i was trying to mention earlier like you know there, it also seems like there's a disconnect between the the movie versions and the the actual comic versions yeah. you know like like uh you know especially for marvel because uh, cause DC, the comics seem to be going to, uh, the way that they want the movies to go. Yeah. And, and it's just not a lot of fun going on there. No. Uh, but but the the Marvel books, it just seems like, you know... Like, some of them are fun, some of them can be fun, but those are the ones that, like, don't sell well, mm-hmm. you know? and uh, But, like, you know, the, the Avengers comic and the Avengers movie are, like, two different beasts. Yeah. And it's like, I, I don't know, you know... What the problem is there, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, yeah, it's nothing I really want to get into right now. Anyway, sorry. You know,
2: honestly, I've I have not picked up a new issue of any Marvel and or DC, like a new issue of any of those. Probably in the last, I would be. Planet Hawk was the last new issues of anything that I've read from any of them, I, because again, it's. A lot of them have lost their charm. Like, Plant Hawk was a great storyline. The ending was a little, mm, you know, they they could have done something more. But I'm just, my biggest problem with modern comics is how many epic events do we need in a row? You know what I mean? It's like nonstop now. And then it's like, well, you have to buy this issue to finish. And, well, you need to get this issue because this ties in. And then you need to get and and after a while it's like i don't care you know yeah, and yeah, that's what yeah. that's what ended up what happening they're not fun for me you know i can understand why people still like they're not fun for me it's not fun to collect i like going back and collecting the old stuff the stuff that i remember the stuff that i have that have fond memories of and when comic books to me were comic books right i don't want re- i don't want my captain america to look real I want my Captain America to look like the Captain America I had on my PJs when I was a kid. Right. You know what I mean? That's what I want. Well, it's like uh, you know, uh, you know, my, my
1: big problem with with Marvel mostly is like the event thing.
2: You
3: mm-hmm. know,
1: it is just one after the other anymore. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I've learned to, to avoid that for the most part. Like mm-hmm. you know, and, and I managed to buy the books that I want to buy without buying any of that other crap. Because mm-hmm. uh, you know, it turns out that most of the books that I like also relatively remain unaffected by those things,
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and, and I will say this: you know, Marvel currently has like two of my favorite books being published right now, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm honestly surprised that they're still being published <laughs> uh, because of it. But uh, you know, but but like which books? Book, uh, Hawkeye and uh, Deadpool. Hmm. Uh, you know, they're, they're just both sort of floating in their own you know uh bubbles with without interacting really with the uh, the main marvel universe you know the a bullshit way. right yeah <laughs> and, and all you know the creators being allowed to do what they want to do with mm-hmm. it and then having freedom and then you know it
2: shows until the deadpool movie comes out and then well, yeah marvel right. slash disney will fuck that up <laughs> yeah. uh
1: i think what's gonna fuck that is up is when the writers leave Yeah, Uh, because because the the two writers working on Deadpool right now are uh, well, one of them is uh, a fairly famous and successful comedian, uh, Brian Pesane. And uh, his writing partner is also a comedy writer. Uh, So I'm sure like as soon as they leave, like, you know, the humor is going to go right. Yeah. Or at least not be able to, to stand up to what had come before it. Uh, and I'm not a Deadpool guy, like, you know, I, the only reason I picked this up was because both those guys were riding it. Yeah, just,
2: and wanted to try it. Right,
1: yeah. Right. Um, but, but like you mentioned, like, the thing about Captain America and the the realism and thing like mm-hmm. that, you know, like, the, the, you know, the problem I think for me with that goes with the, the you know, DC has this thing uh, where, like, every character is redesigned and they just have, like, these armor platings and, you know, lines yeah. and seams and high collars and yeah. You know, the the model characters seem to be going that way, too. But for them, it's to match what they look like in the movies. And, yeah. You know, like, all these weird latches and buckles and shit. Yeah. And uh, I I think it's bad design, bad character design. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, uh, and I actually wrote this about uh, on my blog uh, the other day. It's like, uh, you know, Jack Kirby, you know, was, like, one of the... the, the, the you know he was the king he was like one of the the old greats of comics Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh you know he introduced characters like galactus and the new gods and the celestials and all that Mm -hmm. and they're characters that have like armor plating and you know lines and seams and they glow and they have the kirby crackle and you know Mm -hmm. they just look like these majestic beings Mm -hmm. but now you've got you know characters like batman and his costume has seams and armor plating and it Mm -hmm. uh, occasionally will glow And, like, so what is there to set him different from, like, this character who is supposed to be, like, a god. Yeah. Powerful. (coughs) All-powerful. Right, yeah. And so, like, like just this, you know, weird fad of, like, you know, trying so hard to modernize the costumes of all these iconic characters. Like, they're ruining
2: some of the specialness of other characters by doing it. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I'm I'm sorry, like you know, when I want to see Superman, I want to see the traditional Superman. I I don't yeah. want to see, you know. I understand for the movies they change it up. I I understand that because right. you know Christopher Reeves could pull it off, but I think in a modern generation, the costume wouldn't look was, good. You I know thought what I mean.
1: Brandon Routh did a fine job. looking. it did. did. You, you know, and, and again they updated yeah. it. You know what I mean. And they, they made it. Look, it, but. Yeah. You know, at the same time, it was still his traditional costume. Yeah,
2: yeah, it, it just was updated for the screen. It wasn't the spandex like it right. like it was for the Reeves movies. Right. Um. But that's what I, you know, that's what I want to see. This, you know, new Fifty Two Superman look is ridiculous. Yeah, Superman shouldn't need to wear armor, no, and it shouldn't
1: be sentient armor, which I think it is apparently. Like, yeah, I saw a cover where it was like
2: liquidy and forming around him like venom i mean that's stupid yeah i mean that's, that's absolutely dumb. stupid right, yeah i mean when i when i want my heroes i want my traditional heroes yeah, there's nothing wrong with tradition and and comics is almost like shunning tradition like tradition is like too like no 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 that's old we we need to mo- like you said we need to modernize uh, we need to make it hipper for the kids well, I hate to tell them kids ain't reading it. Kids aren't reading it, but,
1: <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, you know, and, and I, I, don't know, like, I, I hate to sound like a curmudgeon about it, you know, when, when we're talking about this, but I mean, we are, Yeah. uh, but you know, uh, yeah, there, there is a problem in that kids aren't reading the comics and I don't think giving Superman a high collar, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's going to brain them in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, and obviously, I don't have the answers on how to fix comics if no, I did, I would no. fucking do it yeah we'd be
2: uh, we'd be working for one of them at this point right
1: yeah <laughs> uh, so iron Man three I liked it,
2: I liked <laughs> like, it a lot too, like I said it's on par, like I liked all of them solid it's a solid trilogy at this point, it's yeah. a very solid trilogy,
1: uh yeah, uh you know, like like you said earlier, I'm sure uh Danny will. We'll we'll get his uh, yes. renegotiated contract. Yes. To you, I know. And
2: and uh, honestly, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow did a f- fantastic job. And I think they again they gave her a little bit more time to shine.
1: I I thought she was kind of a weak spot in this movie. Really? Yeah.
2: See, I actually liked a lot of the. I, I, there's some stuff toward the end I, I can't say that I, I was kind of eh, but the whole beginning parts of him and her interacting. I liked. Like, uh, I liked, liked a lot.
1: I liked their interaction. They do have a good chemistry. Very good. Um, I, I liked her a lot better in Iron Man 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was, she was pretty good in Iron Man 1 as well.
2: Well, I think uh, she's, uh, uh, less stressed in Iron Man 2. Well, yeah. I think at this one, it, it, I think they're trying to show that she's overworked. She's, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, but I don't, I don't think it ever comes off.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and I think that her role in this movie seems drastically reduced, mm-hmm. uh, to, to sort of just being the, the damsel in distress or the, uh, uh, thing for jealous, or for, for Tony to get jealous about, you know? Yeah. Run uh, around sports worlds. Right, right. Which, which is fine. She, <laughs> she's not unattractive. Uh, but as, uh, in a previous episode of Gunner Trash, we discussed <laughs> that, uh, she is the, the cause of the end of the world as the prophecies, uh, you know, explain. Wow. Uh, <laughs> poor Gwyneth. <laughs> yeah, well, she cause she was Patient Zero, uh, the movie Contagion.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, 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 and uh, honestly, like even her very brief role in Avengers, I thought Mm -hmm. was way better than her, her role in this movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, but you know, she does have a couple scenes to shine and and they're pretty good. Yeah. Uh, if I, if, but if I had to point like one thing that I liked the least and, and when I say that, I don't mean that I didn't like it at all. Mm -hmm. Like, like, uh, very little time spent in armor. Yeah, for an Iron Man movie. Yeah, like I, I, I don't mind it. Like, like obviously, you know, I, I could watch Robert Downey Jr. do pretty much anything, but it's an Iron Man movie. Yeah, um, let's let's see a the, little the bit. The key more. word is Iron
2: Man. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Not what because let's say the suits in it.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> um uh i agree uh the person i seen it with was uh i went to the theater with uh josh weinberg and uh fucking weinberg well it was funny because (laughs) right afterwards that was the first thing when he i said how'd you like it and he said i wish he was in the suit more yeah that was the first thing out of his mouth the first thing he said was that exact (laughs) thing you just said and i was like agreed you know what i mean like but again it's not we're not saying that it's bad no yeah but that is one complaint that i would say right and, and my other complaint is it doesn't give anything away. It doesn't say anything negative. Is being being King'sley's voice when he's the Mandarin voice is silly as shit.
1: I I don't think so. Oh my
2: lot. god, I laughed in the movie theater honestly when I first seen the trailer and he's doing that. You'll never see me. I was like, oh my god, please tell me this is a
1: joke. Uh, honestly, actually, I really liked
2: that. I like the I like the aspect of of, of of some elements of that character right you know I think is really interesting but uh,
1: no yeah uh, like his voice I thought was was I don't know it seemed appropriate uh, for 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 what it was and uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know like like there's uh it had a cadence to it that that I really enjoyed
4: <laughs> it uh, was silly I mean it was uh, silly uh, yeah
1: yeah yeah uh, <laughs> No, yeah, I I, I enjoyed uh, every aspect of, of uh, Ben Kingsley in this movie. Kingsley. <laughs> um So yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was better than the cartoon we just watched.
2: Yes, yes, we just seen the original Iron Man 3. <laughs> as that was a bonus feature on the Doctor Strange DVD. Yep, it was about a 17-minute cartoon with the satellite that the Mandarin was controlling yes to take out Tony Stark who was losing power in his suit and destroyed his home destroyed the home Tony was thought dead thought dead
1: uh you know and then there was a battle between Iron Man and the Mandarin
2: yep which uh, left the Mandarin riding a rock to get away from the Chinese army yep it was pretty <laughs> it pretty,
4: was pretty amazing great. yep
2: and, uh, and
1: Happy Hogan and Pepper Potts were in it. Yes, they were. This was, uh, like 30 years ago. More than that.
2: 40, 50 years ago. The, the, uh, preliminary version of Iron Man 3. Yeah, we're pretty sure the writers and, and everybody involved in that had to watch this cartoon. Yeah, I'm
1: pretty sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, like it was pretty amazing. It's one of those old 60s, uh, Marvel cartoons. Which is basically just an animated version of a comic. Uh, which, which, your mileage may vary. Yeah,
2: and they had very good voice acting on. <laughs> they did actually. Was... <laughs> they were good in a humorous, fun way.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Um... So since we're on the topic of uh superheroes and right. superhero movies, what is your like top favorite superhero movie? Like what is the one that you like instantly when you think of superhero movies, you're like absolute favorite?
1: Uh, I didn't really want to get into any new topics right now, uh, but, uh, fuck, I don't know. Um, yeah, you stumped me. Um, I
2: guess, like, no, yeah, I I can't answer that because it's really hard to narrow down. I'm sure. Because like, for me, like. Christopher Reeves' Superman two, amazing. Like the whole stuff with General Zod, love it. I like the Last Incredible Hawk movie with Edward Norton quite a lot. I like the, the X Men one and two, like those are awesome movies. Okay, X
1: Men First Class.
2: First Class was great. Yeah. First class was great. That that would be my all time favorite at this point. But I'm excited First about them combined in oh, with yeah. this Days of the Future Past of taking, you know, the the X Men trilogy characters, you know. The uh, Halle Berry and, and and all that and mixing them in with the the, the first class characters yep. that's going to be awesome. Uh, hopefully, I, <laughs> I don't know. Brian Singer's back, so I, there yeah, is hope. I, I think. Am, I'm, for keeping,
1: it. I'm keeping my expectations low, of course. Uh, you know, because because uh, Brian Singer was minimally involved in X Men: First Class. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and was that only was great. the producer, and that was a great movie. Probably my favorite of the X Men movies, and I liked the first two a
2: lot. I think it's on par. My favorite was two, and I think it's on par with two for me. It's uh, like they're like two neck is neck. a strong number two for me. Yeah, because that that's a great film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that's where
1: I go with that because uh, I did not like any of the Hulk movies. Oh, no, that's not true. I liked uh, the Angley version a little bit. Really? Yeah. Did- I did not like the Edward Norton version. The,
2: the Angley one had potential. It should have been shorter. That's one of its biggest. I think. Uh, biggest downfalls is it's too long and there's a lot of drawn out parts that if they would have made it a little tighter I think it would have flowed better and I honestly think it would have done better critically and uh, theatrically if they made it a little shorter, a little tighter you know, I think it was just uh, overly long for no reason and I think that was its downfall because when you want to see Hawk, you want to see Hawk destroy stuff and there was too much time in between it of you know, like a lot of drawn out talky scenes that could have been trimmed. Right. And I think it it could have it had the potential of being, you know, a really solid summer hit movie where it could have I think it could have done better. I enjoyed it. Yeah, a lot. I, I know some people who that did and I know a lot of people, you know, trash trash it but
1: yeah. um yeah. So uh I just got an email Woo! Uh it is from uh from Jason Young. Oh god. Yeah. Um it's got an audio attachment to it though. Uh so I I guess I should probably play it. Yeah, we should probably listen. Yeah, so uh Maybe he's
2: gonna apologize.
1: Maybe. I don't know. You know, uh, I guess we'll we'll find out what he what he's got to say. Uh so uh here's Jason from from the the Pinko Communist Canada.
5: Alright. Okay. I think he's out of range.
2: Um, I'm supposed to pick a book. I'm gonna pick, um, what am I gonna pick? I think I'm gonna pick, uh, I'm gonna pick Razor. Um, the first
1: 120 issues of Everett Hartsoe's Razor. That's right. That's it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we're gonna read. Todd, the ugliest kid on Earth, by somebody whose name I can't remember, and yeah, it'll be awesome. I hope I've never read it. All right, that's it. Bye bye. Huh.
2: Um. So, are you actually gonna are you actually gonna do this? I I don't know. I I mean, like
1: like I spent you know the the first like, ten minutes of this show talking about how Jason was was not a part of this anymore, and here he is. Sending me a choice, you know, his pick for the next episode. Yeah, but he kind of delivered it very
2: creepily, like he was the Unabomber or something.
1: A little bit, yeah, but uh, I mean, I mean, he's always
2: had kind of a Unabomber vibe. That's anyway. That's true. That's true. Uh, maybe, he's, maybe that's what he's doing. You know, maybe he's he's getting to Canada to absorb the gutter trash and to you know cleanse the mind, so he can come back and deliver a powerful performance. Huh. He is a I mean, hippie.
1: Yeah, he is a hippie. Uh, that does sound like a very hippie-ish thing to do. Uh, I mean, you know, first of all, well, I mean, pres- the presumption that I would even allow him back, uh, and, and you know, is, is just the balls on that guy, right?
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, to send an email while we're here doing this live. Right. I mean, come on. That is kind of bullshit. He did that on purpose. Yeah. Um, and, and then,
1: you know, to pick something for me to read without giving me the option to just veto it. Ooh. We have veto options on the show. Ooh. And, uh, the, like, I can't exercise it right now because he's not in the country. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. Like, like, should, uh, like, like, it sounds like he wants to come back to the show.
2: It does. It does. Well, you know, the the one thing that we have to take a a look at. he's Hang he on, said, I think one of us might be arrested here, sir. Oh no, okay. no, we're yeah. The one thing that uh, in his message he said he's out of range. Uh huh. I mean, yeah, right. Is Jason kidnapped? Uh, I mean, if he was kidnapped, wouldn't you
1: think that if he had the ability to send me an email with an audio
2: attachment that he would have asked for help. Maybe. Maybe that was his call I mean, for is help. This, coded? this could be coded. Uh but
1: what if it's not? What if he is just uh what if he's just being a dick? But
2: who was it that he was talking about that's out of the room? I don't know. See, I, I mean you got you gotta break that down. I mean, is Jason crying for help at this point? Is it the president of Canada? Does Canada
1: even have a president? I don't think so. They have a prime minister, don't they? I think so. Yeah. Is it the prime minister of Canada that he is avoiding? I don't Uh, know. I mean, okay. So, I would assume, so so let's hope for the best. Someone's out of the room, someone's out of range. Yeah. Uh, He is uh, picking a comic for the next episode for me to read, which is a comic that I don't own, uh so hopefully so, he's back to lend
2: you this comic right right so should i let him back <sighs> you know it, it it hurts me to say but it, he is an original member right you know i i think i think you you need <laughs> to open up your heart eric sean Bourne, and allow jason young back he he tried I mean, he's he, he's here in spirit right yeah you know and, and he sent a message so technically he's a part of this show right uh, you know, I mean, I,
1: I had plans for, for, you know, rotating cast members and then you were going to come back yeah, at some point yeah, and yeah. I can still come back Yeah, I guess you could, but then, then he's mm-hmm. going to be here. Yeah. Still. Uh,
2: May make it awkward now. Right. Uh, I mean,
1: I mean, before he left, before mm-hmm. he abandoned mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. like I did consider him to be like one of my very best friends, mm-hmm. like, like he's, he's almost like a brother to me in some mm-hmm. ways. Uh, but the bond. There was a bond. There, there's a definite bond. Uh, and and you know, I do a podcast with his girlfriend, and we often refer to him as our boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and I mean, you know, that's a joke, but you know, you love the guy. I love the guy. There's you love a, the guy. A, an element of truth in that. Uh, but you know, I mean, there's also the hurt, the abandonment. Yes. Yeah. The abandonment. He he is. Hurt me in my heart and my soul by leaving this great country of ours. And I, I, I don't know that I have the capacity to forgive that quite. At, at this point in time.
2: Well, how about you ask your listener, mm-hmm. if we ask Brian, right. to send you a message and say, should he take Jason back? Or should it be rotating cats? Who would be next week's guest? Who did you have planned?
1: Uh if, if Jason wasn't going to show up, I was probably going to have Brian John Mitchell on as a guest. Okay. So, Brian,
2: this question's for you. Do you want to be a guest, the guest host with Eric, or do you want to see Jason back? Right. You have to email Eric and let him know. Right. Um... Well, the thing is, like
1: you know, it is a podcast, Mm -hmm. uh, which means like uh, like I'm not even going to put this up for like a few days now.
3: Of course, course.
1: Um, uh, and and Brian may not even listen to this right when it when it uh, downloads. Well, Brian, which is a shame. He should, but I understand if he can't. Uh, so, like, I may not get that response in time, and Jason might be back by then. Ooh. And I'm gonna have to give him an answer before I even hear anything from Brian. Oh, man. So, Brian, you gotta, you gotta make this quick, brother. Uh, so, I'm, unfortunately, okay. I'm gonna take Jason back for one more episode. Okay. Give him one, one last shot. Right. I mean, you know, this is the second time that he has done this to me, where he's just abandoned me, and I've had to make do... You know, like, like, you know, I mean, at least this time I didn't have to do this by myself. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm gonna give him one more chance. Make sure he apologizes. Make sure he apologizes, and, and I'll let him come back for next week's episode. In which I guess we will review Todd, the ugliest kid on earth. <laughs> okay. A comica I don't have. By an artist we don't know. Nope. And a writer we don't know. <laughs> nope. I know it's published by Image Comics. Image Comics. And, uh, hopefully when Jason, uh, comes back, you know, if, if the United States government allows him back into the States. If he shows back
2: up. Right. You know, I mean, this could be a prank.
1: Yeah. It's true.
2: Uh, but, but if, if, there's a lot of ifs here. Uh, and
1: if he has those comics for me to read. Mm hmm. Then we will review Todd, the ugliest kid on earth on next week 's episode of gutter trash,
2: so this could be the last time that Jason Young could be on the show could be or it could be the rebirth of gutter trash the way it used to be. It could go either way oh man it's it's exciting <sighs> it's very exciting uh,
1: i'm not not necessarily sure it 's an exciting in the good way i mean i've got you know you could
2: possibly be firing him. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I've got, I've got, uh, butterflies in the stomach right oh, now. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, uh, the anticipation of having to wait, you know what I mean? Right. To see if Jason's going to come back and, yeah. and, and, if, if by the end of the show, if you allow him to continue to be the co-host, I mean, this. I guess we'll find out,
1: uh, after next week. Though. Oh, man. All right. Well, uh, wish me luck.
2: Good luck. Good luck. I mean, you're gonna need it. Alright.
1: Well, uh, thanks. No problem. uh, Thanks for being on the show. Oh, no problem at all. Thanks for watching a shitty movie with me. (laughs) No problem at all. I will, uh. I'll talk to you later. Sounds good. Probably the week after next.